everyone. Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortwan. Uh, forgot to say that we are a video game podcast, part of the Bonsai community, and this is Sasha. Welcome back. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm a little tired, but ready to turn off my work brain. How have you been? I've been okay. We've been really busy. We're still recovering from Dad falling four feet onto concrete two weeks ago. Yeah. That's, so, that's a lot. Uh, that was, we went back to that job site with him today. So we were like, okay, so here's the pit. Don't walk near it. Don't go near it. Like, we're good. He actually, if he sneezes right now, he like almost collapses from pain. Oh, no. And we're pretty sure he, Ooh, he's, that's rough. We're pretty sure he's broken some ribs. I've been hounding him to go to the doctor and he, you will mean not, he hasn't so. gone yet? Nope. Why? Because he is stubborn, and he's he's like his opinion is they're going to go to the doctor and say we can't do anything about it, so just take it easy. And he's like, I knew it. That's what I'm. That's going to happen. That's why he's definitely been taking it easy, right? Yeah. I mean, he has to a degree, but I have been getting on him about certain things. It's like, yeah, don't go for that five mile walk today, Dad. Just don't do it. I get it. You're in this walking spree. I get it. Feels good. It doesn't feel good afterwards, though, does it? <laughs> um, I feel like it wouldn't so, feel good even if you didn't have broken ribs. Uh, I don't know. I, I've 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 learned to enjoy walking a long distance these days. Then I don't know. I used to be in track and I hated it. So that's an adult. circles. It's, just walking in circles. A walk is nicer than that. Yeah, it's true. It is. We go to the flood wall, and I went the better way on the flood wall. Although it had some good pictures the other way. It's just super windy. Um, but that aside, how you doing, Morg? Welcome. Oh boy. Ah, uh, I I had to uh, complete uh, four different uh, claim forms today. They were crazy. There was a shortage, an overage, a mispick. And then uh, quality control. And I had to do it all in a single sitting. Oh, my gosh. It was a lot of fun. I love my job. Paperwork. Yeah. The best. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Technically, I'm doing as much as, like, you know, as an assistant manager does for the produce department. But apparently, I'm only a clerk. But, eh, no, today I'm happy that I finally get to kick back and talk about mindless games. Mindless games. Well, mobile games. speaking of which, we're going to be talking about mobile games tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about some ones we actually like in the sea of terribleness. Um, and and uh, Ace isn't here tonight. He's got family visiting. Uh, thankfully, it's not a family emergency, which we didn't really go into the details for your stuff, Sasha. I didn't know how you felt about that. But people people knew stuff went down for you, so... Yeah. Just they just don't know what. I mean, it wasn't fine. wasn't thankfully anything too crazy. I learned my child has asthma, uh, which is a yeah. scary experience for every parent the first time you learn your child has asthma. So, got to spend a couple I'm... of days at Children's Hospital, which was a lovely experience and that's not sarcasm. I have to say every emergency room should be so comforting as a children's emergency room. <laughs> Um, hmm. And yeah, I've had a crazy week this week making up for the missed time because I have a very important job and it doesn't stop when 
life decides that I have to stop working. So, finally caught up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My work involved a lot of driving. A lot. Because we, we had a lot of projects stack up and stack up and stack up. Because... We do this thing where we don't have a lot of work and then we do a lot of sales calls and then they all come in at once. So then we, so Thursday, I think was the worst. So two days ago, we drove to West Union, which for me, living near Chillicothe, I to know, describe the I know where West Union is. I remember when I used to visit my grandma, we would go to West Union to like go oh. to some of the better stores. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, we have a customer in West Union, um, which is, for me, about halfway to Cincinnati, which Cincinnati is two and a half, three hour drive. So, like one and a half hour drive to, you know, to one. Uh, We then left West Union to go to Lancaster, which, if you do that, that is an hour drive north of where I'm at. And West Union is west so we actually had to drive past my town of Waverly and Chilcothy and drive through up to Lancaster and back. Oh so boy. we put about 200 miles on the car that day. Yeah. Hope you listened to some good podcasts. I did not. I listened to music the whole time because my brother hates when I listen to podcasts in the car because he doesn't like hearing partial of it. But or my audiobooks. That's the other thing I would like doing is listening to my audiobooks. And he just is like, I don't want to hear part of a story. And I'm like, okay, fine. We'll, we'll listen to my mix, which, you know, doesn't run out in that amount of time. With 300 songs on it, it doesn't run out. So, but I do get some repeats every once in a while. Especially, if, I have this weird thing where my playlist, uh, I don't, I don't know if you guys have Androids, do you? Are you guys iPhone people? I'm an I got iPhone a Nokia. person because I don't hurt the people I love. <laughs> so um, I have this problem with the Samsung music app that it prefers to, like if I stop the car, get out, do something, which we, we normally do, um, get back in the car, it actually, per the randomization, even though it's still shuffled and randomized, prefers a song you've already heard. So I can have, and it happens very often, that I will have, like, listen to a song, get out of the car, it'll play, like, two new songs when I get in the car, and then it'll play the song that, that it ended on. So for some reason, it likes, it favors something it's already played again. Like, it goes back through the list backwards. So I'm just like, nope, hit shuffle again and let it re- refigure out its life. So... I had a, a couple annoyances of that. Life is not better on the iPhone side. My husband's, every time he gets in the car, it plays the first song that's in alphabetical order in his library, which is A Favorite House Atlantic. <laughs> mm. Every time. So not his favorite thing to hear every time he yeah. gets in the car. Well, I have a specifically curated playlist i have more than 300 songs on the phone but it's it's something well it's it's what i call the cham jam is just like <laughs> whatever i'm listening to recently and uh yeah more more try not to laugh on that one 
Hey, I can't help that my nickname rhymes with it. But um, uh, I have everything, a lot of video game remix stuff on there. But I can't help it if if a Diggy Hole comes on, the I Am a Dwarf and Digging a Hole song, uh, which is not normally within my wheelhouse because it's metal. But I love that song. So if that comes on a couple times, I'm okay because that's just fun. And actually, my dad likes that one, too. But my dad's a metalhead, so that makes sense. So I, I subject my family to my music when I'm driving because I'm the one that drives all the time. I don't like dad's road rage, and Chance drives like a grandma. So here we are. Like, dad almost ran someone off the road on Main Street, and it was this old lady in Chilcothy. I was like, what are you doing? It's just an old lady. Like, she didn't even notice she cut you off. And he's like, oh, she'll notice now. And I'm like, that's, dude. That's how I no, drive. Yeah. Oh, no. I told him, you're no longer, if I'm in the car, you're not allowed to drive. I'm, I'm a, driving now. I'm a Michigan driver, so we all drive like that. Everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> I I am patient. I am very patient when I drive. <laughs> We drive Someone like that, off, even like... in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> just slipping, sliding around, fist out the window in a 360. No, I'm just driving in snow mode. No, so. okay. But still pissed off because no one else is. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, uh, well, glad things are better. Um Yeah. We uh we had a good discussion of what we've been playing, and for me it was mostly Call of Duty, and it's still mostly a Call of Duty. <laughs> and then, um, we actually got to we got to see uh, Ace's son. Uh, he didn't show it on the podcast, but afterwards he he showed uh his kid, and actually the kid made his first audio appearance here right at the end of the episode. You can hear it. He he does a little coup Aww. or something. Nice. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um so, so yeah, mobile games. Uh the games that we occupy ourselves when we don't have our Switch ready or handy is is the way I put it, because that for me is what a Switch is for, is on the go. However, I'm not allowed to take a Switch to a job site. However, I am allowed to take a phone. So <laughs> So here, here, uh, so here, here to talk about some mobile games. I have three to talk about. Uh, I think Sasha, you said three as well. Morg, did you end up finding three? Or you... I think I might have found maybe a few more than that. Here, let me see one, two, okay. three, four, five, six. Well, I mean, six. like if okay. we're, if we're talking noteworthy ones, then definitely three. But uh, yeah, outside of that, no. It's okay. One of mine doesn't exist anymore, but I still want to talk about it because I mm-hmm. loved it. Um, and then uh, we're going to talk a little bit after that about mobile games we want to see and what we'd like to see in mobile games and that kind of stuff. So kind of mixing our, our, our style of what we want to see versus one of our list episodes. So, mm-hmm. so next week, hopefully we'll have everybody and we'll do the quiz. If we don't have everybody next week and we, we we will probably still do the quiz because we're getting close to Thanksgiving. And then I don't know if we're going to do a Thanksgiving episode. I don't think, 
I mean, I'll be available, but in Morg, that's not Thanksgiving for you. No. Nope. So we might just do a you and me show if Sasha and Ace are too busy. So, because it is a holiday weekend. We'll see. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see. We haven't discussed that yet. I don't know if we're but. doing two. I don't think I'm doing two Thanksgivings because we're hosting Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. So I might be Ooh. might be available, but keep you posted. Yeah, for sure. But it's entirely understandable if not, because it is a major holiday here. So, um, so mobile games. Uh, so I will uh, I will lead us off, and I will talk about the tragedy and the amazingness that is something called. Uh, I played this back in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, uh, and I played it for about a year. It was called Hellfire: The Summoning. And if you've never heard of this game, because it doesn't exist anymore. Oh. Um, it was a really fun game for me because it was one of the few mobile games that actually involved some skill, but it wasn't like a lot of skill. It wasn't like how intricate can I trace my finger on the phone kind of skill. It was like electronic ski ball. So you were playing like ski ball on your phone but it was like fantasy themed. So what you would have is it's this gotcha game. So you're like getting like fake currency that you did. I didn't have to buy any, but you could buy the fake currency. You get these units that increase your ski balls attack power and you're ski balling them at targets, which are the bad guys for amounts of damage and there were elemental weaknesses. I'm a sucker for elemental weakness because of Pokemon. Like if something has like, like I'm a lightning type and that's a water type and I'm going to demolish you. It's mostly nature versus water in these mobile games. Cause they all tend to have the same themes or whatever. Um, and they're like dark versus light and light hurts dark and dark hurts light. And like it's just, it was as generic as you can get on stuff on that kind of front. So what you had is you had three balls that you could shoot and then it would be their turn to attack you at your your health. They would all do an attack and sometimes they had special attacks that did more. And then each of your ball, uh, each of your ski balls uh, had five units you could assign to it and the major and it would mix the elements. It would be the amount of elements of the units that were in those rows. So you basically had 15 units that you kept track of and leveled them up and yada yada, everything else with mobile games. This is like, as predatory as other mobile games are, there wasn't anything special about it. It still had like holiday events that was like, buy the special Halloween pack and get this super special rare five-star monster. Like, it had everything of a gotcha game, but I loved it. And part of the reason is I got one of those super rare five-star monsters on like a random no money pack and it was a Hydra. And if you guys know me, Hydra is my monster. I love Hydras. I have a whole collection of magic cards that is just Hydras. (laughs) That is the only thing I collect in magic. I can get it more. You want to see it? Oh, please. Or have I showed you that? I don't think I've actually seen it. Okay, I gotta yeah. see this. I, I'll be, I'll be right back. It's just right over here, but I can't reach it with the headphones on. Yep.
So, my love for Hydras, I don't, I, I guess it came from the Jason and the Argonauts, the old movie that had like a claymation mm. Hydra. Yep. Um, I loved that movie as a kid, and Hydra was like the big fight. Um, so, this binder, there are two of them, uh, is the nicer one, but it has, this is the first Hydra that ever appeared in Magic. Mm. It's terrible. Don't play it. It's called a Rock Hydra. Uh, it loses counters instead of gaining them. But each page is the next Hydra chronologically that Magic released. And Whoa. I attempt to get nine to fill a page. So, My God, that's a lot of Hydras. You get like open the years and you start to see stuff like my favorite one, Kalanian. Mm. Um, this goes all the way. I even have the joke Hydra that is just a fusion card. that is just multi-headed. Oh my God. That is so funny. Um, oh, and here's the other one, the Hydra doodle. So it's a Hydra poodle. <laughs> oh no. And that extends into the second book, which is the modern ones. Which starts off with my one commander deck commander, uh, Gygax, uh, Gygax, Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the wa waker of corpses, uh, and then uh, all the way up until uh, I have one layer of the Hydra, mm. and then Briar Hydra, which is the most recently released one. I'm missing one. I'm missing one of the new Hydras called the Shivian Devastator. And that is the one Hydra I don't have from Magic. Mm. And that's the only thing I follow Magic for any, anymore. But all that to say, that kind of hooked me into this game. And then I was like, oh, I get to play like speed, like ski ball. And it actually like it actually had some sort of like accelerator on program that it that understood how fast you were swiping. So if you went really fast, it went to the far back line. And if you did it slower it'd be in the front and the better you hit the target the more centered uh it did more damage so it wasn't just a gotcha as much as it also was somewhat based on your swiping skills mm, um, okay which the only thing i understand that swiping skills are used for anymore on apps or dating apps and <laughs> you get t tired of swiping left on those so um I, I really liked it. Like, I liked it a lot. Now, it's an interesting story of how this came to be. There was a big event. I was part of, like, uh, I was, like, really excited for the event. Because, like, every week we had a big event. And I was like, oh, this, this event is going to be good. I'm, I'm really set up for this event. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do well. And the event didn't fire. In fact, the whole game just sort of stopped working. And I was like, what is going on? Well, recently, as in the day before, uh, Nintendo had announced that it was working with Pro with Project DENA to make uh, all of its uh, Nintendo games, including the Mario Kart, uh, Animal Crossing, I think Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Heroes, like that big. Remember that like mm -hmm, that big thing Nintendo yeah. announced? They're like, we're we're not acquiring, but we're working with DNA to to get the stuff. DNA was uh, the company who made this game. 
a lot of people put two and two together. DNA oh. closed all of their non-Nintendo games, and it was part of Nintendo's contract to do so, so they could focus development on the Nintendo games. So, as much what as I like the Switch and Nintendo, it killed my favorite mobile game. And it was, for a long time, and I mean a long time, the only one I ever enjoyed. So, that is that is the story of Hellfire the Summoning, which no longer exists. Thank you, Nintendo. Man. <laughs> Some more. Hit us up with one of yours. Oh, boy. I think what we should uh, bring up... Oh, this is an oldie. Now, does anybody remember like the good like the good old days of like, you know, going online and then going to like uh those uh, big like flash game um video game sites like, you know, the really cheap ones that were like, like made Pogo? from like, like uh yeah, like or like Three Foot Ninja, Stick RPG and stuff like that? Yeah. Well, yep. oh, <clears throat> wasn't there an Archer one? I loved that Archer one. Yeah, was that one was really good shoot too. Yeah. Heroes. As it turns out, I found a, one of like the old classic games. Um, it's Stick Wars. They actually have that yeah. as a mobile game on, in the in the App Store. Like I can actually find it in the Play Store on Android. It's awesome. Like <laughs> I got Stick War Legacy, and yeah, I <laughs> uh, I don't know why I enjoy it so much. I love it. It's really really fun. And they even have, like, um, well, there's, like, the main campaign. You can do, like, online competitive battles. Um, you can get, like, if you, if you work towards it, you can eventually get, like, new skins for all your different units and stuff like that. So in that way, um, uh, they'll be able to get, like, additional abilities based off of the skins that they get. It's completely free. You could choose to buy it if you want to, but you don't have to. I don't know if you can see, but there it is. I, I found it. Oh I my god, yes, you found it. it up. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of uh, different versions of uh, Stick War anyways. Uh, like there's, yeah, I think it goes all, all the way up to three, and I'm not sure if like there's if, uh, if number three is still in development, but it gets better as you keep going up. But yeah, I've played the original one, Stick War Legacy, and like the fact that they also have like zombie waves... It's really fun. Oh boy. Oh, and, and you can also like um as you like as you're progressing through the game and you're playing more of it, you can unlock like special bonuses and stuff like that. Like you can like um you can uh, summon additional like mining blocks for your miners to get. You can uh, increase the speed rate and like uh, the mining rate of your miners. Uh you can um get like uh rain of arrows or you can get it so in that way your hoplites which are like the the uh, shield and spear guys to like toss their spears at the guys and then come at people with like uh basic like scimitars and stuff like that um there's uh you can summon a literally like a giant like juggernaut or, like you can like summon like a giant zombie or whatever uh, like there's a bunch of things that you can do in that game and it's it's so fun it's one of those few games that i actually didn't pay money for where I actually got the full experience and I really enjoyed playing that game. It was oh, really fun game when I was when hmm. I was first getting into it. Okay, how does how's the pay model on it? Because that's a, that's There's, always the big 
It almost problem. doesn't exist. <laughs> okay. okay. It's amazing. The game is pretty much a complete package to itself. You don't have to pay for anything. You can, I mean, like, choose to pay for, like, certain things, but, like, they're not necessary um, for you to be able to get, like, a full experience of the game. It's honestly probably one of the best free games that I've ever played. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and I, I think I did play that on, on the Flash game sites back in the day, too. Mm-hmm. I don't remember being... I don't remember being particularly attached to it, but it's cool that it's still out there. That's for sure. Yeah, I was really surprised that it's like still like a full-functioning game. And in fact, the people who... Um, there, it's not like the original game, but it is. It was a um, it was a reverse engineered, and then reconstructed, so then that way you can play it on mobile, and it mm-hmm. does have like some pay features, like most mobile games do, but it's not essential for you to be able to get the full experience of the game. And then I believe that was for the original one. Then there's I think a two and a three, and. As far as I've seen, I've only played, I think, you know, Legacy and the third one. The third one actually allows you to be able to get, like, unique bonuses and upgrades um, in an upgrade tree for each of your units. So hmm. it's taken things, like, a step further past having to save up, um, like, coins and stuff like that from playing the game in order to be able to purchase skins in the shop in order for your units to get, like, special abilities, like, say, uh, getting, like, the the, uh, the necrotic skin, in order to make it so that whenever your units die, they turn they come back as zombies or skeletons, or them getting fire armor, so in that way, whenever they take damage, their opponents take passive damage for, you know, how much damage that they deal to your yeah. units, so on and so forth, and stuff like that. But yeah, okay. yeah, it's it's pretty good. I would definitely recommend it for people to give it a try. Okay. Alrighty. Alright, that's a solid one. Uh, Sasha, how, how about you? Um, well, I think I've talked about this one before, but BitLife, which is text-based The Sims. Yeah. Um, I, to start with, it's one single purchase. Uh, it is a free game, but you can pay, I think it's like 10 bucks, and you get rid of all the ads, and you can do stuff like Switch, yeah. like Legacy Mode. Um, and then after that, there's no more purchases, so that's nice. Um, you also don't need to be connected to the internet to play it. So, like, I'm sitting, when I was yes, sitting in the hospital with my plus. kid, I was playing BitLife. <laughs> so, yeah. I oh was playing... Gosh. I was not being very nice of a person while I was playing BitLife. I was a little stressed out, so but it made me feel better. Um, so Ta- I, Taking it out on pixel people. Yeah, so I started off as I was a little boy in the United States, and I decided that I was going to torture every teacher I ever had and every boss mm. I ever had, and I never made it in any kind of career. Somebody tried to kill me. I survived an assassination attempt. Oh, my God. Um, What? Yeah. My mom disowned me, and I I couldn't get any, like, real relationships uh, because of my attitude and people not liking me. Um, (laughs) And I died a lonely old person with no children and no money and no career. (laughs) I couldn't even, like, legacy after that. 
which oh I guess. Oh my god. Oh wow. Which I guess is not as bad as, like, I had this one character where I had a very successful life. I went to school. I did really well. I went to business school. I was an entrepreneur. I made a ton of money. I had kids. My kids really didn't like me because I worked all the time. Um, but then like, I just decided in my fifties that I was going to start cheating on my wife and I got a sexually transmitted disease and I gave it to her and then she left me and then I, (laughs) she was taking all my money and alimony. So I put a hit out on her and she, she survived. So I went to prison and I died in prison with no money. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. That's brutal. In a prison fight. Yeah, in a prison fight in my 70s or 80s. I, I was really old. And, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Holy cow. So, you know, the sky's the limit with BitLife is really what I'm it, getting at. It is. <laughs> it is. It is on. It is certainly in uh, on Android. So I, I might have to try this out because it sounds like hilarity fuel. That that's that's one of the things I was I, I've been saying is like there's so not as many comedic video games. Like I talked about this nor near the end of last week's episode because I've been playing Two Point Hospital, which is a comedic video game about hospital management, and you know because it's got stuff like lightheaded syndrome where their head is a literal light light bulb and you screw it off and then you put a real head on. It's like operation stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, there's all there's uh, advanced bed rest phys- bed face, I think is what they call it. So you have to go to the ward and the nurse has to teach you how to sleep, I think is the the cure for it. Um, it's just a goofy game. And uh, you'll have like the PA announcements if, like, have a, if you have an assistant at the desk and you'll just hear just announcements every once in a while like you do in a hospital, but most of the time they're just joking nonsense. They're like, uh, one of the ones was like, I'm pretty sure that you're, you're the only one here that can hear this. So hi, it's just stuff like that. Like it's just, just nonsense and just one liners and jokes. And I just, I, I just love it. So some levity from BitLife, which I just hit install on. We'll we'll see, we'll see how that goes. I, I enjoy a comedic game. I it's one of the few games that I just went ahead and I I paid for because I was enjoying it yeah. so much. I'm like you know what, you guys deserve my ten dollars or I think it was ten. If it was less than that, I think ten dollars is reasonable for the amount of time I've put in. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will say in general. If I'm playing a game and I'm enjoying it at least a little bit, and there is a buy, no ads, I have done it several times. And then later on, uninstalled that game because I was tired of it. But I will buy the no ads. Because I'm like, yeah, whatever. I played it for like a month. I'm good. I, I spent my, most of the time it's like 5 or $10. And it's just like, I'm good. Not like I spent like a $60 game and then dropped it after... Well, I do that too. Buy a $60 game and drop it after like three hours sometimes. And I'm just like, nope, wasn't worth it. 
course, in the most recent that happened, that was uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, and that was only five dollars. So, <laughs> five dollars <laughs> is a steal for that. Mm-hmm. I know. I just I wasn't feeling that one as much as I liked because we're gonna we're actually we're scheduled to do that talk this Friday. We we talked about that. Uh, on the show a while ago, uh, Sasha, Brian, and I are going to have a in-depth discussion on the Mass Effect trilogy Friday. Oh. I don't know what time yet, but Friday we're gonna we're gonna do a what will we call a, a, a bickering bonus is is the show because we do the bickering bucks with Brian and everyone, and uh, yeah, we're just gonna focus on a specific game and talk about it, and. This one's going to be three games, but yeah, you can you can cheat and say it's one game because I did play it in a trilogy. I mean, you can't really can't really talk about one without the other two. No, you can't. They're it's like talking about the Lord of the Rings movies as separate movies. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, they're they're definitely like it, it, it's a it's a full set like all together. Like you have to have them all together. Right, yeah, because if you just leave off at the Fellowship of the Ring, it's like, okay, so all this stuff and the Hobbits just fuck off in the woods? All right, cool. That was a great movie, wasn't it? Like, can you imagine how mad people would be if that was the end of Lord of the Rings? The Hobbits just go off in the woods. That's it. Done. Oh, my God. That, that Nothing would be resolved. The, that would be the most unsatisfying experience ever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of what it would be like if you just stopped at the end of Mass Effect 1 or 2. Like, there's still a very obvious thing going on that still needs to be resolved. You mean, like, releasing the fifth book in a really well-established book series and then not releasing the next book for more than ten years and a whole TV show comes out and ruins the ending? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh, that sounds an awful lot like a certain series. Uh, <laughs> would this series happen to have accidentally uh, uh, been rushed to the point where they filmed a Starbucks coffee on a certain table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I think I know yeah. which one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a we had a whole episode of 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 more ranting about. What, George Romero? That's, that's name, right? <laughs> yeah. Can't find all the white walkers without my vanilla frap. R.R. R. Martin. There you go. See, I don't... Who's Romero? That's that's uh, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, there you so, go. Different kind of zombies. Yeah. Yeah. D- um, yeah. Deadites, eventually. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I said a name that exists at least instead of just mashing two names together. Did you I'm, say I'm deadites? As in like Army of Darkness deadites? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Evil Dead? Ooh. So yeah, there's. I think we actually named an episode after more ranting about George R. R. Martin. I think it was "Screw You, George R. R. Martin" was the name of the episode. I think we actually something. Oh, I, you know what? I'm gonna look it up because it was it was hilarious. It, like it's like every time I didn't. 
every time my husband showed me some like piece of random lore in Elden Ring, I'm like, this could be Winds of Winter. So stop, just stop. Oh no! Um, yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand that. Oh, I gotta find this thing. So, Bit Life is where we left yes, off. Yes, right? Bit Life. Yep. Yes, yep. I yeah. believe it is your turn, Voltron. Yeah, I'm still looking for this uh, George R.R. Martin episode. Oh yes, it's the a, rant. It's a while back. It's it's over a year ago. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about right. Uh. Goodness gracious. Uh. So like, what's today? Today's gonna be like two thirty eight, two thirty nine. We're already back. In I think the we're at like two forty. I think. I think we're at two forty now. Yeah. I'm still looking. I'm sorry. Curse you, George R. R. Martin. Episode one hundred and forty nine. Oh my have to, god! I'm gonna have to go back. Look at it. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I do like to sort of advertise earlier episodes. Uh, and we were just talking about the games we were looking forward to in 2021, and Morg just goes off on George R.R. R. Martin. I think, I think it was because we were talking about Elden Ring. Yes, we were. We were. That's how I felt. I'm like, great, I'm uh, glad that their lore is going to slap, but this could be Winds of Winter. Hey, and that was the episode after one of our most popular episodes where we had Super Rad on. So so this is how, in, con- in contest, how popular that episode was to the episode after. So 155 listeners, which I appreciate very much, uh, to the Curse You George R.R. R. Martin episode. Mm-hmm. Compared to the 936 listeners of uh, Monster Hunter is Super Rad, episode 148, where we had Super Rad Lemon on. Uh, wow. That that episode is still... It still tops the weekly charts. Like, wow. I, every time I look at... Yeah. Wow. Okay. So back back to me. Um, so I'm going to talk about my first ever mobile game that I played on a flip phone. Oh, and I did, I did pay for it. Um, because I was so bored out of my mind. Um, I did, there wasn't anything as a switch. There was a three DS, but I hated playing the three DS and I wasn't actively playing it at the time because I had either finished whatever I could of monster hunter or I just didn't, I don't know. there's times where I wasn't playing Monster Hunter, and I don't know where this was. But I was uh, drug to a study group of my ex-wife's uh, while she was still in nursing school. And they were in a study group with a bunch of people, and I was just sort of sitting there waiting uh, at a uh, Panera Bread, which is also a restaurant I hate because it's just overpriced soup and bread to me. And 
I was sitting there on my flip phone and I was just bored. I just like, I can't think of anything else to do. So I was like, I wonder if I can get a game on this because I've never tried. So flip over and there's this game called Doom RPG. I was like, this can't be real. This isn't a thing. So I click on it and I download it and it actually cost money up front. So I, yeah, they, they charged it to my cell phone bill um, instead of having to enter a credit card. And I played Doom RPG. And it's literally, if you've played those old games where you have to, like, click to move forward in a dungeon. It's, got, it's like a first-person view. Oh. And then you click, and it's move forward, and you click to turn. And then, like, those old dungeon crawlers. Yes. It's like that, except it's always in turns. Every map, you're like, my turn. And then you have to wait while the other entities on the map have turns that you don't see. And they're Doom. It's a story Doom game. And it was actually really good. Um, I don't remember how much it was. I think I probably paid $15 for it. Sounds about right. Wow. Um, I, you, you pick up weapons. You play Doom and just an old RPG. It's classic Doom. But uh, they did some crazy things. Like they explained the uh, existence of the Cyber Demon. So, so uh, Sasha, uh, I, how how familiar you are? Are you with Classic Doom? Not at I've, all. I've 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 beaten Classic Doom. Yeah. Okay. So the Cyber Demon, as you know, me- metallic leg, rocket launcher arm, and other metallic parts. You can, as the final boss of Doom RPG, you kill this this Lord Demon thing that just looks like a giant Minotaur by blowing him up, and it blows up his left leg his right arm and uh, a couple other parts exactly where the cyber demon is. It's cute. Love that. And I was like, cool. And you, it's really fun to shoot a barrel with a rocket launcher and to see the damage number go up on the pinky. It's like 50 damage. The pinky dies, but then you see the bombs blow up and it's like 100, 100, 100, 100 down the line. It's like, Seeing the numbers on a Doom RPG game was actually really cool. So it was kind of like a mix, but it was like, it felt like a tactics game where, you know, you have this top-down views, but you're in first-person mode. And it was just interesting. And every turn was a single action. You just, like, move, attack, whatever. Although using an item like healing and stuff was was free. Um, Which isn't normally a thing in tactics games but like it's an old game i don't know if you can still get a hold of them i know that they did a release on the 3ds with doom rpg and some other games that were like mobile games a while ago but even that's kind of hard to get a hold of so i don't know if you can still play it but it was my first mobile game i don't have much else to say about it because it's been a long time since i played it but i enjoyed it and it was a one-time purchase and there wasn't any like ads or anything i just it was just a game like nothing else to it yeah and you got to see the origin of the cyber demon and apparently there was a second one that was really cool too but i never played the second one so i saw a uh, retrospective about one and the first one and the second one uh, a couple of months ago so yeah doom uh. rpg if you can ever find it well, now I'm going to have to take a look around and see if it's still available anywhere. I'm going to have to search the I'm going to look right now on my phone just to see. Oops. 
I, I, I put do dot. Doom RPG. Nope. Wait. Hold on. Doom RPG. Mobile game. App Store. And Apple. Huh. 95% liked this video game. Developed by Fountainhead Entertainment. Published by Jam oh, Dat Mobile. That just Combines looks like next franchise with role-playing video game elements. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, super man. old. Oh, this yeah, I played. I played it on my flip. It was even like it wasn't even colored when I played it. I know Is there's it? a color version, but it wasn't colored. Oh, like, yep, I see both versions. For Tuan, there is good news for this. I see in Google's, it says under videos, there is a play-by-play that somebody has going on, and it is in July 2022. You know what that means? We could still get the game. I'm not seeing it right now. I'm not seeing it right now, but you can buy Classic Doom and Doom 2 on your phone. Oh, that's Which so I don't cool. Uh, but no. No. Oh, you can also play Blood. What the hell? Huh. I would never play Blood on a phone. That's so hard. Yeah, that sounds anyways. a little ridiculous. Um, anyway, so yeah, Doom RPG is my second one. So, so more... All right, so let's see. How how do I follow this up? For our number two. Oh, boy. Okay. I don't know if I should be talking. About, well, you know what? Yeah, we'll talk about this one. Okay, Top War. If anybody has ever, like, played, like, stri- it's weird because it's, like, a tile-based strategy game where you use, okay. like, uh, where what you do mm-hmm. is is you collect, like, commanders or heroes that use special abilities. It's a merging game combined with a military base system for it. So it's like a combination between Clash of Clans and, like, merging games, but on top of that, also a gotcha element where you're trying to collect heroes to be able to improve the quality of your military as you're building your military and merging buildings in order to upgrade their levels in order to get better yeah. quality units. It is... I don't think that there's really any easy way for me to be able to summarize this game because it combines so many different elements that I really enjoyed. And unfortunately, it's very heavy, like... Uh, like heavily merchandised, like it, like it, like it's very heavily marketed. So then that way you try it, and like you're constantly having to like pay for like small stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. You can play free to play, but you do a lot better if you sink a little bit of money into it, especially for like big events where like they release, for example, Optimus Prime shards or Bumblebee shards. Or if they happen to release, Mm. like, specialty characters for, like, a certain season and stuff like that. The awesome thing about it is is that when you join up with, like, an alliance or a group or whatever, you can work together Mm. in order to complete objectives for that particular server that you're in in order for your alliance to get, like, you know, special benefits and stuff like that that help to develop your group to make them, you know, a much more powerful unified force. So... 
Think of it like this. Um, you're basically the commander of your own base, and you're trying to develop your own, basically, platoon. So you can invest in Navy, Army, or Air Force. And the idea is, is that you're trying to get like um, like specific upgrades for all of your various units. You can build. You can get um, builds for like uh, like customizing like um, certain upgrades for specific uh, unit types. Yeah. For example, your tanks, your airplanes, or your um, uh, or your ships. Um, heroes can actually be um, assigned to specific squadrons that you have set up so you can have like squadrons that it's basically like three by three tiles so you get like nine sets of individual units in a square formation and then they attack in a sequence turn and you can also get like upgrades that make it so that um they can affect like your uh their attack speed so how many of your units are able to attack in sequence before your opponents are able to retaliate. So rather than having it going back and forth, you could have it so all of your units are just attacking all at once before your opponents even get a turn to be able to attack. You can uh, get upgrades that increase their overall attack. You can get them to increase their defense. You can make it so that um, they get like additional critical hit ratios, critical hit damage. Like there's, Oh my okay, God, the so game is so heavily about... nuanced. And it's, yeah. I have never spent so much time on a game like this, mostly for the fact that it is, it is so fun to grind on, mm-hmm. but it, I've also sunk more money than on it than it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel shameful yeah. that I, I, there, I have to admit it was there's bad. There's always, there's always. Oh- so hell, so Hellfire did that to me because it, it was that sort of like I shouldn't be doing this. This is yep. a gotcha game. Like I shouldn't, but I did. Like I, Ugh. I didn't spend a ton on it, but I probably spent over time, probably thirty dollars on it. Oh god, I, I spent way more than that. Day. Oh god, I, I think I spent close to like a thousand. I feel really bad. It was, I, oh man, it was such a guilty pleasure. I was like, oh god, I can't help myself. I have to stop playing this game, or otherwise I'm gonna go bankrupt. I, I was like, no that, more. That's no, a lie. No, no, no. I, yeah, I had like, to stop. I understand. It was so I, bad. I understand. <laughs> Holy cow! I didn't even spend money like that on Gems of War, and that's like my dirty little secret. <laughs> there were people. Hey, I played. I never paid anything <coughs> Gems of War, but I played that for a while. I there would were, like yeah. the it would. I think you paid like five bucks and you'd get fifteen gems every day for two weeks. And I did that a few times, and then I would yeah. be like like mm. gem packs would be on sale, and I'd buy something like that. But we had whales, you know, in our in our clan. And they basically were at max. They were trying their their darndest to get to max level. As sorry, excuse me. As fast as possible, and so so in that way they could Jeez. get ahead of like the other clans. Like there were like there were always those top three players, and each each big clan would have at least one, which was basically their superman for their JLA. And I swear it was it was always neck and neck because it would always be these three guys, and they would each be in like their own clan, and. 
they would be our go-to, like, basically, they would be like us pressing the nuke button, where it's like, okay, I need your help, and they'd be like, okay, who's the target? Who am I wiping out? And then, <laughs> then oh we'd be like, gosh. this guy, They're and like- then they'd go in, boom, and they would just wipe them clean, like, almost erase them off the map, like, it was so bad, and the funny thing is, is that, um... Oh, in this man. game, like you don't just destroy their units. What you do is, is you can severely damage them to the point where, when they go for repairs, they go down a level. And in order for you to be able to continue going up levels, is say you had like um, your highest level of units was like maybe fifty-five. If your opponent yeah. like decimated you, they could drop down to level fifty-fours. And in order for you to make a level fifty-five unit, you have to take two level 54 units and merge them together or you would have to have buildings that were at level 55 to create those level 55 units well depending on how far into your upgrade tree that you are you may have like buildings that can't upgrade up to that far because you didn't get the resources in order to be able to build those kinds of units so you may have like level 75 units level 30 buildings and you'd have to merge like a crazy number of units together in order to make just one so yeah like it it's really funny especially when you take people like you rob people of all their money literally just taking their shoes and then just running off and you've completely just ruined their army oh my god there were a lot of grudges in that game because oh. <laughs> everybody would be like Jeez. you just you just took me out of progress I I was saving up, so I it took me a week to get this far, and now I have to wait another three days to build this army again. And, I, and we'd be like, well, you know that tough titties, Don't buddy. Noticed, <laughs> yeah, holy cow! Yeah, this game was like a big investment for a lot of people who were playing this game. They were playing nothing else but this game, and it was a big heavy investment for both time. And for some people, money. Oh my god. Like, there was one guy I was talking to where he was like, oh god, I just dumped a whole lot into this game. My wife is probably going to kill me. (laughs) I was like, how much did you spend? He's like, we're not going to talk about it. I'm not telling my wife. I'm not telling you. (laughs) Oh man. So there's this girl. I I would like to say dating, but we never got to go on a date because she was pretty far away. Yeah. But we were trying to set one up at one point um but she was talking to me and she's like oh i'm just playing my game i'm like okay so yeah just tell, what's the game and she's like oh it's a mobile game i'm like okay which one and she told me about it and i was like i think i played that once like i was in a clan and it got kind of serious and i just kind of dumped out like i don't remember yeah. what it was it wasn't gems of war it was something else and um and i was like so like how much do you play it she's like all the time it's like my number one game and i was like really that one that one felt pretty aggressive on the pay stuff she's like yeah i probably spent about a hundred dollars a day on it and i was like what what how do you and i was like how do you do that how is that possible she's like i I really shouldn't but i don't know i was like I was like, oh, ah, ooh, ah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, there are some people who take it that seriously where they're like, I'm not going to lose. And they're just willing to just open their wallets and be like, shut up and take my money. 
give me the well, best. Okay. And I'm like, to, uh, uh, it's too much. To, to me, part of the reason why this relationship didn't progress is the distance. But the other part of it was she wasn't really in a good place also. So I wasn't like... I, I was kind of hesitant to begin with. She was a nice enough girl, but like she had just like, I think a week before us sort of like meeting online, um, split things up with her husband, like <gasps> had just finalized everything. So like, and I was like, so when did you get into this game? And she's like, I, you know, during my divorce and it's like, my support group now and all these people like she has a community there, but also like, I feel like she's sinking money into it because like, that's just what helps her cope. Yeah. I guess. And I was like, now d- take this from me. This was like th- two, three years ago that this happened. I talked to this woman. So like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if this is still the case. I don't, I don't talk to her too much anymore. Uh, I don't think at all. I haven't, she talked to me a couple times since, but, um, like, yeah, it's just like, that was like, that felt like an unhealthy amount of money for an unhealthy amount. But she sounded like, to me, it sounded like how my cousin describes, wow, that is her social network is, is world of Warcraft. She's known these people for 10 plus years. They meet up online and chat every day. Like, that is her social group. Yeah. And I feel like that was this, this, this woman's social group was this mobile game, but like also super expensive social group. It (laughs) is. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's actually where I like, I actually spent a a good fair bit of time as well too, um, was in the online chat with the clan, just talking with people and, Funny enough, yeah. the conversations were about food. And so, yeah, I'd constantly be making people hungry. So they referred to me as the food pimp. And so then I ended up beca- becoming one of the big... That's... Yeah. Wh- that, and that's where the <laughs> Twitch name came from, where we yes. saw you pop in on Twitch. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And oh, man. Yeah. I had way too much fun. And then I went into their Discord and I'd be constantly be sending food pics of whatever it was I was making. And they'd be like, oh, my God, this looks amazing. I forgot to take pictures of what I just made today. I made a sweet and sour, spicy ginger pork recipe. It was so good. Pork tenderloin mm. cut into beautiful strips. And I made a, this amazing sauce. It was it, like uh, up in up in Alberta, we have like this this signature dish, which is ginger beef. And basically, okay. what it is is it, it it's a sauce that's made with like brown sugar, vinegar, and um, ginger, and uh, like a hot pepper flakes. And then like you you literally just cook. Like what we normally do is we kind of like um, it's almost like tempura battered beef. And then it's just uh, sure. just absolutely just soaked and marinated in this like super sweet, salty, tangy, spicy sauce, and oh, it's just phenomenal. And I fig I figured out the key recipe for it. You the the secret ingredients are brown sugar and white vinegar, um, ginger paste. I've been using a little bit of a and uh, um. One of my roommates recommended to me that to, in order to cut down that sharp vinegar smell, a little oregano, and it works. I don't know how it does it, but oregano fixes that vinegar smell that clears your nostrils and, like, mm. assaults your lungs. And had it tonight. Mm. Phenomenal stuff. Goes well on a bit of rice. Oh, and with some, like, 
sliced red bell pepper and like a whole onion, you know, like if you take a, you know, slice it into like onion rings and stuff like it, just mm, phenomenal dish. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's often what I would usually do. Like in that, in that group chat was, yeah, if I needed to unwind, I'd just talk with people online and, you know, share progress and stuff like that and talk about where we are as far as, you know, what our accomplishments are, what our goals are set for. And, um, Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that you could get into in the latter half of the game was specifically whether or not you wanted to be like a fighter style, um, player for your base, for, for your clan, or if you wanted to be like a support so you could set up like mining stations for your team and stuff like that. So then that way they Mm -hmm. could gather resources as well and they'd get buffs and whatever. That's the one I went for because it's most fun. But yeah, no, I would say that um, Top War, if you can resist the urge to spend money, it's a phenomenal game. Um, it's it's really it, like it's very uh, oh boy, um, it'll it'll eat up a lot of your time. I will say that much. And a lot of the people in the communities are actually not bad. They're pretty. Um, like they're not very toxic. They're pretty. Um, they're pretty, mm-hmm. they're very constructive. They like to help people improve and get better at the game and to have and to have an understanding of the mechanics and stuff like that. And they are okay with people who are you know for free to play because there usually sure. is somebody in your clan who is a whale who will spend the money to you know get that big strong army and so on and so forth. I, 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 it's kind of a toss up. Like I would say that you're kind of dancing on the razor's edge with that one, but if you can resist the temptation to pay, it's a phenomenal game. I really enjoyed it. It's a great, it's great use of time. If you, if you're not really into like playing anything else and if you like mobile games, you do need online in order to play it, but otherwise it is pretty darn good. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll have to fill. Sasha would be next, but I think she she mentioned her dog might be having problems. So, uh oh, we'll uh, yeah, mm-hmm. not like serious problems, but just needs to go outside. Oh, okay, because it might have ate something it shouldn't have. Mm. Uh oh. So, so um, so Morg, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll update you on my Call of Duty progress while we're waiting. Oh yeah, so, I'm really excited. How have How's the gold weapons uh, been coming along? I have golded everything in every category. The first, the first weapon in every category. Whoa. I am now two golds into the assault rifles. I am working on the battle rifle, the second one. I did the riot shield, and let me tell you what. Oh, the riot shield, <laughs> great a fun unless you're in a very aggravating match. Now. The riot shield was easy because of the riot shield. You had to get 40 kills with it. That's it. That's the only camo challenge you had to do. It only had one camo challenge and then you had the gold and the gold camo challenge was get two kills before you die instead of three. So sure enough, that's, that's what I was doing. And I did very well. A couple matches, I was like number one on kills a couple times at the riot shield. It was hilarious. Oh my God. Like, now it has it has the down down 
effect of no matter what your perks are, no matter what you do, if someone sticks a sticky mine to you or a, um, what's it called? Thermite. Oh, thermite yeah. Stick. Thermite's you're, nasty you're, for that. You're dead either way. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you can do about it. You just, you lost. Like, there was one time someone threw a sticky bomb and attached to my shield. I sat there and I was just like, well, there's no point now. So I just literally just stood there and died. I was like, I, I can't get to anybody. I'm just dead. Like, I just, you, you got oh, me. Oh, that's unfortunate. You got, uh, so, yeah. So, anyways, but I did get, the first time I got angry while playing the game was trying to get that last Riot Shield challenge. Just, like, having bad matches. And I was just like, I just need two kills before I die. Just it. That's it. That's it. I needed the last one, the last like streak of two kills before a death. And it was just like at the very end of a match that was terrible. I got it. And I was oh. like, yes, finally. And then I go to the, the next gold to weapon to, to do was just the assault rifle. And I did it like that, like 10 matches at most. Like, <laughs> just... Oh my God. Um, so we were, we were talking about Call of Duty while you were gone, Sasha. So, sorry, uh, I had to. I heard the sound of my dog throwing up bile, so I had to go. No. Yeah, I fi no. I figured that was the dog. You yep. mentioned it. Yep. Oh, Knew that's... it was coming. Knew it was coming. I could hear it before we started. So. No. Oh, did I tell you, did I tell you about the chocolate raisins? That Blinky ate. Oh no! Oh no! What well, happened? That's so, terrible. You can't have either of those chocolate or no, raisins. You can't. No. So I had uh, one day where I came back from dropping off the girls. Uh, this is months ago, where she had gotten to some kind of chocolate. I think it was a Hershey bar, and like I called the vet. I and they're they're like the best thing you can do is don't let them eat, don't let them drink just sort of like starve them out for 24 hours and stay up with them to make sure they don't die. Cause there's nothing you, you can't pump a dog's stomach or anything like that. You just got to hope she survives the night essentially. Yeah. And I was like, Holy cow. So I stayed up all night with Blinky. She is violently shaking. Like it's really messing with her. Um, it's like, she's like freezing, like, like chattering. So she's on my lap and I just stay up. I don't even know what I, I watched like YouTube most of the night. I don't know how I stayed awake, but I stayed up all night and make sure she doesn't eat or sleep, like eat or drink anything. And she just like shivered and shake on my lap for hours. That was like months ago. And I was just a Hershey bar. Wow. So, there's another time where I think it was also, I had gone to drop off the girls and my, my parents had left out a bag of chocolate covered raisins in the living room. So whenever she blinky is not supervised, she acts really good for about 20 minutes. And then she gets into anything she can like, she's like, no one's here. All right, let's just raid whatever I can reach. Like she'll jump up on the kitchen table. She'll do anything like, um, so, uh, she had found it. It was tied up in plastic, but still it was just left out. She had dug into these chocolate covered raisins and I had no clue. Right. I come home. She's acting her normal self. She's really happy to see me. Let her go outside. I come back. 
I, you know, I do some stuff when I get home, usually like take out trash. Cause I had trash in the car or something and like come sit down, sat here, didn't notice anything about it. And like I said, my bed's right here behind me. And then like further out by the TV over here, I go to move my blanket and there's just a pile of chocolate, like digested chocolate thrown up on my bed. Like I was just like, what on earth? And I look at Blinky and she's just standing there wagging her tail at me. Like, I was like, you almost died. You ate a Hershey bar. And it, like, what is this? So like, it was, it was bad. And it was, I was like, is that raisins? Did, did, is this, is this like a double death? Like, are you like, <laughs> like, what are you doing dog? So like, I had to, I had <laughs> to, like, I was obviously I got to wash everything. So I had to like wash all my bedding and stuff and um, basically scrape off a bunch of the stuff into like a bowl because it was still like it, it was like melted chocolate. Like it was just like didn't smell bad. It smelled like chocolate. Like it was just like, OK, I guess I'm throwing this out. So like and it was a lot like I filled a bowl and that came out of her and nothing. No ill effects at all. I told the girls about it. I was like, hey, Blinky tried to commit a double suicide this weekend. <laughs> like, grapes and chocolate all in one at the same time. I will say like, one thing about dogs is that they, one, they know exactly what they're doing. Two, they have terrible impulse control problems. They can't help themselves at all. Uh, yeah yeah so emery left some pizza on a plate we had pizza today for dinner and uh i was gonna gonna say you're talking about how you made this awesome beef tempura thing or you did pork but Mm -hmm. pork tempura thing and i was like yeah we just ordered papa john's like we just (laughs) (laughs) but uh, um so so uh emery she's very picky about her food too because like we i was looking for stuff at the house for her to eat and i was like there's nothing here she wants to eat so let's just get pizza because she'll eat that so we were watching uh of course i started a i've started a monster in in my girls of now i have watched nightmare before christmas three times in the past two weeks <laughs> in the past two weekends um oh yeah which is fine i like the movie I don't like it that much, but like, sure, we'll watch it again. So both of the girls are on me under a blanket. All of us are under a blanket sitting in the recliner living room. And Emery had left part of her pizza unattended. And then I just hear this. I was like, what is good? Of course, Blinky is up on the couch chewing on a piece of pizza. And I'm just like, Blinky. And she like runs with the pizza. And I'm like, <laughs> I do it. I knew she would. <laughs> like, <laughs> gosh. I mean, Emery was done eating, but Blinky does not need to eat a whole slice of pizza. It just does not need to happen. Um, so oh, yeah. God. So that is, that is my dumb dog, which I'm, I'm sorry. Like, your dog seems to have a lot of problems with a French fry. You said she like, is. I mean, she's of a certain age now. I think she's like 10. So if she mm. gets pretty much any kind of people food, um, it's bubble guts and 
going yeah. outside to poop every hour. So. Yeah. My dog is three and stupid. That's that's about where I put it. She's three years old and stupid. It's just Yeah. We had a dog that she ate like a massive bar of chocolate like this big. No problems at all. She ate even Ooh. mouse poison the one time. And you wanna know what the worst that happened? She had a green turd. That was it. No no ill effects. <laughs> no nothing wrong with her. She's got a, a stomach of raw <laughs> iron. She will eat anything and everything, and nothing bad ever happened to her. The, the worst that ever happened was that she just got old. That's it. We she had just a got dog old and like died. That. She ate a whole pan of brownies more than once. She <laughs> ate a whole bag oh, of Reese's peanut butter cups and shit out the, the foil. Uh, oh my god! Oh my yeah, god! That was the worst that happened to her. She, like literally, she was fine. That, that dog could eat anything. Immortal. Ugh. Oh gosh. Wow. So, uh, so Sasha, what's yeah. your uh, third game? Um, so I have a little game called Best Fiends. It is if like. Okay. Candy Crush and Pokemon had a baby is the best way I can Ooh, describe it. Sure. Um, so it's not really like a battle-based game, but you do get these little monsters. They're called fiends, and they have different abilities that will improve your match three game. So you each okay. you move through different maps, just like in Candy Crush, and... There might be different objectives in the map. So something like, hey, you need to finish this in 40 turns or less. And you need to also make sure that you get 100 yellow gems when you do it. Yeah. Um, so Pretty much later levels of Candy yep. Crush. Yeah. So the fiends that you pick are going to make it easier or harder to do those challenges because they might give you bonuses for certain color matches or bonuses for if you make certain types of horizontal or vertical plus four or five matches. Um, you might get okay. explosion abilities, different power-ups that are attached to them. And then the more you use them, they level up and they become more effective so, hmm, okay. you know, if you're addicted to Candy Crush or if you're addicted to leveling up your little pocket monsters, it's kind of for oh, you. Oh, I will be here in a week. Uh, a week from yesterday is Scarlet and Violet with uh, the full co-op that the girls and I are going to be doing. So, Nice. Exciting. Leveling up pocket monsters. So best fiends. Yeah. Okay. It is a micro uh, transaction tempting heavy game, but it's not required. So you can totally play for free with the ads. I don't think are terrible. I think it's like every couple sure. of every couple of uh, full matches you get an ad. Okay. All right. So. Uh... So my uh, my final one is one that I'm currently playing, and I will say this is probably the most I have spent on a mobile game uh, ever. Um, I will say I don't think I have breached $50, but it might be close to that mm -hmm. because I've only bought like a seasonal pack or, or and one like extra pack. 
But the first thing was... Now... Wait. I think I bought more than that. Because I bought... These permanent bonuses. No, 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 no. The permanent bonuses are because I bought something else. Okay, never mind. Anyways, uh... So I bought the ads, the remove ads pack, and then I bought a couple seasonal pack stuff. And like each of the each anytime I bought it, it's been like 35, not not 35, sorry, 15. So I'm about like 35, 45 dollars right now. Um, so it's called Necromerger and it is a merging game. And it's actually a cute little story, I think, cute in a weird way. Uh, so you're a necromancer. And you have a pet Cthulhu, like the squid in a dungeon. And you feed him to get him larger because he's your pet and you want him to grow. And um, the game starts to get more complex as the, the, the squid monster levels up. So at first you start with a single grave that can create skeletons that you feed it. And then as you merge things, so like you're merging, like, so it, you click on the grave it has like a, a a mana resource and it spits out bones you you merge the bones the bones become a skeleton the skeleton you merge the skeletons they become spear wielding skeletons and then you get bigger 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 eventually you get this giant skeleton with a sword and looks all stuff like mean and stuff um but you can also uh upgrade your item generation things so the grave can be merged if you buy another grave with with runes um, to to include zombies. Eventually you start to get zombies. And eventually they have this mechanic where if you get a max level resource, like like a max level producer, you combine it with another max level producer, you create a super special unit that is unable to be fed, produces a lot of resources, and increases your resource cap. Ooh. So, I like that. And now... Uh, that one is your your lich and as you level up you make the room larger and then they introduce other mechanics like eventually the townspeople start noticing you because all of the people and stuff disappearing in the crypt um and all the noise and whatnot so at first peasants come and peasants when you defeat them because like your monsters when you're producing them also have battle values as well as food values to the uh to the to the squid I'll call it a squid, but, you know, Cthulhu thing. Um, and uh, it's really cute looking, too. Like, and you can get, you can buy various skins. They have, like, they, they do this thing where you have, like, gold, in-game gold that you earn. And then you have the diamonds, which are, like, the the bot currency. But you mm -hmm. still earn the, the diamonds just at a lower rate. Um, but you can just straight up buy the diamonds. But you can get skins with the diamonds and stuff. Um I'm actually saving up for a skin that is like a Groucho version of the squid that lives on a trash can with the tentacles coming out. And as it gets bigger, like a banana peel comes out of the trash can and more tentacles and looks meaner. Um, so like I, I only have like a couple more, like I think 50 more gems to save up to, for, for that one. But um, partially the, why I'm getting that close is because I bought a seasonal pack but they had a Halloween event that I bought something for. Um, and I got like a bunch of bonuses for buying the remove ads and the ads are actually really cool. The way they do it. It's not like you merge something and here's an ad, you merge something and here's an ad. 
Like I've done that on some like other other games are really aggressive about that. This one it's like eventually when you level up, you start getting other bonuses. So like when you merge stuff, you're progressing certain things. So certain things merging progress certain things. Like skeletons and zombies and mummies uh attract peasants to attack you. Mm-hmm. And then they also they also attract locked treasure chests. And the locked treasure chest produces gold and gems. And you get only so many of those a day. And uh, you tap on it a bunch to release it. But if you tap on it and you don't have remove ads, it will play an ad. And then you can open up the chest. So it's like these special items that you don't even need to use are the ads. So I was like, you know what, though? I'll pay the $15. And you get like a 10% bonus on uh, food to eat. And then also uh, the squid has cravings, too. Oh. So you can just feed it what whatever, but it'll have cravings. It'll be like, hmm, I really feel like eating seven spear skeletons. So like you you'll like feed it like seven spear skeletons, and it's like, hey, I got like two thousand bonus food, and it'll level up and stuff. Uh, eventually, you start seeing it goes from peasants, then you get knights, and then you get clerics, and then you get paladins, Ooh. and then. Uh, like it gets really far up there and like you go like you have all sorts of different producers eventually. So you go from the graves that produce skeletons and zombies to bookcases, which produce eye monsters and mummies. And then, um, and they like, they produce like eyeballs, which become eye jars and then the eye jars become monsters, eye monsters. And then, conversely you level up the bookcase enough it starts producing bandages and then heavy bandages and then those are mummies and then uh then you get an altar which produces bats and werewolves and werewolves are really cool because they're the they're the fighting unit they don't produce anything but they're really good at fighting so you get werewolves and then it goes back around because like uh the graves use mana the bookshelves use slime and then the altars use darkness energy, which are the three resources. And these produce over time. Units produce these things. And you reduce. It's definitely like you can pay money to increase these caps and whatnot. But the caps, you can all, there's always a way to increase these caps through the game and not buying stuff. Mm. It's just that doing it is the, the pay thing is buying the skins with the gems. Like that is, that is the, only way that you can sort of like pay to win on this is buy the gems to get skins that increase these caps artificially. And then, and those are forever, forever purchases. So you play this game and then it circles back around and then you have special producers that produce new units, but use all the uh, different resources. So you get the altars, which not the altars, the there, I don't know. I don't know what to call them. The altars is the darkness, but there's like uh, a, like a book stand and those produce a new two new units, but also skeletons. Um, so like they they produce the rib cages instead of a single bone, uh, which is the second level skeleton thing. Um, and then you got new things that yeah. And I think that's it. But like then you max out, and I was like, what happens if you max out? Are you just done? So then this little cutscene pops up, and there's like this like off like it's little not a little cutscene, but like a little. You go and the the necromancer eventually has dialogue with certain characters and whatnot. He's like, "Hey, get out of my dungeon! I'm do- working here or something like that." So this one guy, the tip, they get a tip stone eventually, and the tip zone is literally just you go into a different room and it's like, "Here, here's some tips for you." Like, 
you you can do this if you didn't know that. And it's like it's like your helper tutorial thing. It's like, okay, sure, whatever. But then the tip zone has like this emergency alert one time I went into the room and I was like, what's going on? So I clicked on it. He's like, emergency, you're never gonna reach uh uh you're never gonna be big enough to save the world. Da 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 and I was like, What are you talking about? So I, I click on it and it's like, Are you sure you wanna do this? So I was like, I guess. So what's this doing? It reverses time to the beginning and it increases your maximum cap so you get to do like a like a redo and do everything all over again. However, oh. doing so produces a new resource which is like time shards that you spend to increase your bonuses and make things level up faster throughout the progression. So you keep doing it to increase your level cap and then you keep replaying it, which is just to me it's a time wasting game anyways. I'm not super invested in doing it all the time like if i had cared enough i would have been playing it at all today i haven't but i will probably sometime tonight before i go to bed play um i don't know it's been fun just to like just merge things and you have there it's got a little bit of comedy to it especially when the the necromancer gets annoyed with somebody coming in into his dungeon he's like i'm working here <laughs> you know leave my leave my squid thing alone Oh, and there's also the funny thing. If you don't want to fight, because, like, how you get the gems to, to buy things is fighting the various uh, things. So the peasants, the knights, the clerics, and the paladins all produce their own. And then there's one called the nemesis, which I haven't fought yet. They all produce different, like, runestones. So the peasant produces blue with a small chance of green. And then, like, the night is green with a small chance of red and then red with a small chance of yellow and then yellow with black and then just black, I assume. Uh, you, instead of like being like, man, I don't feel like fighting this peasant today. Like I don't really need those gems or those runes or whatever. You can just feed it to the, to the squid. You don't have to. You can just be like, it's worth 50 food. Oh Wait. my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is really funny. It gets like this little happy face with these like underlying eyes when you feed it stuff. And it, um, it won't want to eat certain things. Like it doesn't like liches. So it won't let you feed them the lich. That kind of thing. Um, it's like, it's it's a cute little fun just time waster merger game. But I, I, I probably, I think I've spent $45 on it. Because I did a Halloween event, which was like a whole different room and had a whole different thing. And instead of doing cravings, you had this pot that you were making a witch's brew that needed certain ingredients that had its own producers and stuff too for a limited event. So I bought like the the whatever pack for that um, just to sort of accelerate it. There's um, there's like an every once a week event that is like a beekeeping one uh, where if you get far enough in it, you get and you unlock the beekeeping skin, which just gives 10% bonus on cravings. And I was so close last time. So close. You have three three days to sort of hit a certain point threshold. And all you're doing is you're, you have beehives that produce bee larvae and make bigger and bigger bees. And then you can create flowers and you just make a bunch of honey. And the more honey you get, the more points you get. And if you get a certain threshold, you get the skin. So I was one threshold away. I was so close. I had like 450 million out of 500 million points or something like that. So yeah, just the only other mobile game I've really spent a lot of money on. All the other ones have been like $5 remove ads. This one has been like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do this. Like 
still playing it now. I've been playing it. Uh, it's the one thing uh, that on my phone that I actually play now. And it's been about a month of me playing this. Hmm. Maybe two. I might give it a shot. It's just stupid fun. So, so uh, what's your third one, Morg? Oh, dearie me. Now I have to pick. Oh, this is this is where things get actually kind of hard. Oh, dearie me. I mean, I do love Grow Castle. And I don't know if Super NDS really counts because it's an emulator for the Super Nintendo, for like a Nintendo DS. It allows you to be able to play sure, I, Nintendo DS. I played a Super Nintendo emulator on my phone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah, this one just happens to be called uh, Super NDS. So it allows you to be able to play Nintendo DS games on it. Currently, I have a ROM hack of Pokemon Heart Gold. It's called uh, Pokemon Sacred Gold. It's done by uh, Dreo, and he does a phenomenal mm-hmm. job with um, a lot of... Um, like he fixes it so in that way when you're playing the game you have access to all 493 pokemon doesn't matter whether or not you're playing one of his rom hacks which is either sacred gold or storm silver he's completely mm-hmm. modified um all the gym leaders so falconer um which is like the bird gym whatever like at the very beginning of the game he's number 1 he doesn't just get stuck with like a pidgey and a pidgeotto he has things like a Murkrow. He has a Hoot Hoot. He's got um, like a like a Pidgeotto. Um, he's got like a bunch of other Pokemon in his, in his party. So it's more than just that. Mm. The guy in Bellsprout Tower gets like a Cheruby, which has like healing, and and like he also his Hoot Hoot has hypnosis and confusion and stuff like that. Um, you can catch all Pokemon Makes from all the generations. Yeah. And, um, he's also modified some of their stats. He's made it so that Flygon is like a dragon and bug type, which is thematically hmm. more suitable because it's like a dragonfly dragon Pokemon. Um, Luxray becomes like a, uh, electric and dark type. Which also is thematically accurate. Electivire is no longer just an electric type. It's an electric fighting type. He plays around with their stats to make them actually good. Like Farfetch'd actually got an upgrade in that game. But, um, yeah, like, uh, Hmm. aside from the ROM hack itself, like, the fact, like, if you wanted to be able to play a Pokemon ROM hack on the go and you didn't have the time to be able to take a laptop with you or whatever. You can just get Super NDS, and you can play uh, ROM hacks on your on your phone. And um, we have yet to find a good one for like Game Boy Advance games, but so far for uh, Nintendo DS, we've got a solid one, and it's not bad. Like it sometimes crashes, and yeah, there are some ads, but I mean, like the ads are very infrequent. They tend to be usually either at the beginning when you first open the app. Or when you decide to close the game and then finish things off, so it's actually a pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, it's a pretty good uh, emulator. There are better ones. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, let me see. See, this is something that you you do a lot. You play a lot of Pokemon mods, and I have never tried to do that. And it sounds like something I would because they're really fun. 
Oh my God! The way that a lot of a lot of these guys, these modders, when they take a look at the base game and then they decide to themselves, you know what? I could do this a lot better. Yeah, they can do it a lot better. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, it is so refreshing. It's like you get the complete experience, and it's so cathartic. You can catch them all, and which is like the it's it's the main slogan of the game. But they keep coming up with new games. New additions to the Pokedex. So, like, what are we at for mm-hmm. like a, for the number of Pokemon that are available right now? We're we're well past nine hundred Pokemon, and you're expected to have things I, like Pokebank and like there's Pokemon like six hundred something right now. I, I it's worth a Google, I suppose. I I, I would easily assume that we have that we're over, um, we're over nine hundred easily. Uh, how many? How many Pokemon are there? Nine hundred twenty-five. Nine hundred and twenty-five. And we're somehow expected to catch them all. At least with this game, it, it it at least gives you the opportunity. Like, they literally have almost oh, every Pokemon okay. in, in that ROM hack. Hold on. Uh-huh. I have a breakdown here. This is actually really cool. Oh? So, Game Boy, red, green, blue, yellow, right? Yep, 151. 151. Then, and it has a to- running total as it goes. Mm-hmm. Then we have... Gold, silver, and crystal. Yep. Introduced introduced new in so it has new in generation, new new in games, and then total. One hundred new Pokemon were in uh were in those games. Yep. I didn't know that personally. I didn't know those numbers. Yep. So two hundred fifty one. Uh Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald uh, introduced hundred and thirty five. So that put up to three eighty six. Yep. And then there was Fire Red, Leaf Green introduced no new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum introduced 107, bringing it up to 493. Yep. Heart Gold and Soul Sil- Silver. Really? Heart Gold and Soul Silver was like literally just one generation removed? That's weird. Okay. Okay. So yep, that, it's a that Gen 4 no game. New, yep. Black and White. And it's also got breakdown of platforms too. This is actually oh, yeah. interesting. Uh, so black and white introduced 156 new ones. Black and white two, no new ones. So bringing it up to 649, which is what I the number I was familiar with. Six mm-hmm. hundreds. Yep. Uh, X and Y introduced 72 more, bringing it up to 721. Sun and Moon 81 more, uh, bringing it a. Uh, uh, Wow, this is actually really split. Uh, can't count it yet because we're not out of that generation. Mm-hmm. Then Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun introduced five new ones. So, yeah. Then Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee introduced two new ones. So that brought the total of that generation to 88, bringing it up to 809. And then this is where it gets really wonky, right? Mm-hmm. Sword and Shield, 81. 
Isle Armor Expansion 3, the Crown Tundra Expansion 5, mm-hmm. and then uh, Legends Arceus introduced 7. So yep. 96 new Pokemon, 905, and they're saying right now Scarlet and Violet, which the region is Paldea, which is interesting. Um, interesting. Okay. Uh, anyways, Scarlet and Violet, they're saying 20 plus. So 925 plus. Yeah. So there are confirmed 20 new Pokemon at least. Mm-hmm. It's, it's getting so crazy. How are you expected to get them all? You would have to have, like, backtrack and, like, gathered up as many as you could and transferred them from generation to generation to generation as far into the future as you possibly could. And even still it's still quite the challenge. Like, you're not fully guaranteed to get everything. Um, unless you're an avid collector Ooh. and you're really determined. So, here's another cool thing. You can look at each generation of Pokemon just visually and see which ones had the least amount of new Pokemon. Guess which one had the least? Oh. Hmm. Generation six? Yes, you'd be right. Gen six. That's the least new Pokemon, which is X and Y. Oh, huh. I didn't think I would get it. Holy smokes. How did I know? Oh, my God. That's amazing. But, um, yeah, like, um, aside from Super NDS Emulator, which is free. You can get a better one. It is called Drastic DS Emulator. You do have to pay, I think it's like five bucks for for the emulator, but at least it's a full functioning one. It's really good. Um, so far, I have not heard anything about any crashes. Um, people keep mm-hmm. saying that it runs flawlessly. Um, great emulator. So far, yeah, a lot of a lot of people say that it is a top quality one. So if you wanted to spend the money on it and, you, you know, you wanted to have the DS yeah. experience, but with ROM hacks, highly recommended maybe to try out Drastic. I'm only testing out the I, free one for now, though. I eventually, not with the giant backlog of games I have right now, but yeah, eventually. Yeah, at some point, yeah. I'm, I may try some Pokemon mods just because I'm lightly interested in just some of the more interesting balance changes and typing changes. Cause for me, that's always been like Pokemon for me has been the typings and like just the interesting differences in Pokemon, I guess. I think maybe a good, a good ROM hack for you would probably be renegade platinum. It's a good one. I think you'd like it very much. It's it's everything from it, it, imagine diamond, pearl, and platinum, but everything is like it, it's been a little bit tweaked. I don't know minor tweaks, a few here and there. I recently just replayed the diamond remake. Boy, that was rough because that was mm-hmm. the last that nope. was the last time that I did. That's the last time I'm probably going to do Bug Trainer Champ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. Because Cricketots versus Onyx in the first gym, not a fun thing. No. I was, the only thing available to you that's bug before that first gym is Cricketot. And I was like, this is just butts. Yeah, so no. My, it's... 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it that's bad. But with Renegade Platinum, at least they they give you the option. Like they, I think they've like further expanded um, the availability of like certain Pokemon, like the um, the areas where you can catch Pokemon. Like I think they've expanded like uh, the encounter rates, and they made it a lot easier for you to be able to get a more oh, varied team. So there, so there aren't like seven bug types that are only available through Shaking Trees. No, no, no. I think I think they give you more options. Oh, Heart Golden's geez. like with Sacred Gold right now. They've given me like so like access to so many really good Pokemon. Like they've even like increased the base stat total for B Drill, so it's actually really good. They've changed the move pools for them. They've given them access to way better moves hey. and abilities. Like for example, Weedle starts off with Bug Bite and Poison Sting. Bug Bite right off the bat, level one Bug Bite. I'm like, wow. Bug Bite's a pretty high attack move. Yeah, it's a base it? sixty. And with stab yeah. on top of that, oh my god! Like, yeah, like they they give you a lot of. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna give you maybe um, a copy of Sacred Gold, because um, yeah, honestly, it's really good. All you have to do, I think, is actually get the ROM for um, Heart Gold, like, and then you just have to um, patch uh, the mod in, and then you're good to go. And yeah, honestly, okay. I think playing as a bug trader would be really easy in that game. Considering Beedrill is my second favorite Pokemon, I, I'm down. Beatrice is a keeper in our in our in our playthrough. Like uh, my girlfriend and I, we've decided to do a playthrough together, and my team consists entirely of all the cute Pokemon that she likes, and she gets to nickname them, and I have to try and beat the game with her using you know a team of what she likes. <laughs> It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of oh. fun. Oh, Scarlet and Violet. I'm just going to do no bug trainer cham this time. Although I am probably going to have a bug in there because bug is my favorite type. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I I am so sold on Fue Coco. Mm -hmm. Just the fire alligator. I just I just want to see how it get, where it goes. Mm -hmm. Oh, no spoilers for me, though. Oh yeah, but I was oh yeah, I was also going to mention that. Yeah, you'll you'll probably like Sacred Gold for the fact that uh, Flygon is not a ground and flying type. Oh, sorry, not a ground and dragon type. It's a bug and dragon type. So you'll mm -hmm. be able to use Flygon. Yeah, I mean, I fudge it sometimes where they don't, that certain things lose a type, and I'm like, no, it's, it, I'm keeping it. Uh, because is it Decidueye that loses its flying type eventually? Yeah, yeah, it goes. becomes a ghost type for some strange reason. Ghosts and grass, which is yeah. really interesting. So when I was doing my bird trainer cham for Sun and Moon, Decidueye was part of it. So, like, that was the that was the one break, because I did, I was like, oh, there's a bird for the starter? Yeah, I'll do bird. So I had, like, uh, that team consisted of, I know, I don't remember everything in it, but I know I had a Talonflame and I know I had a Skarmory. Oh, and yeah. I also had a had a Pelipper. I, and my Pelipper was my tank. Pelipper's uh, really good. So, I, I I had a I try to make it as viable as I can within my own restrictions, but and I know for a fact that it started in black and white because uh, Vulcanus uh, in black and white. Mm -hmm. I was like. There's a good legendary bug Pokemon. All right, let's do it. Let's let's do Bug Trainer Cham, and I try 
I tried it. Uh, I don't know if you remember saw my Sword and Shield playthrough with Pan because mm-hmm. uh, we played together a couple times. But I actually went to the stores and bought the like the bug trainer outfits and stuff. Like I had like the beekeeper hat and everything. And, <laughs> I love it. Like I really tried. I really tried to role play. So then there was some these weird line of do- uh, dialogue where it's like you beat the little kid. He's like bug type are the best type. But I was like, I know, kid. I just beat you with bug types. Like, but you know, like. The, the game obviously doesn't know I did that. Like, it's just, like, whatever dialogue. It's just flavor like, yes, text yeah. just for the sake of it. Uh, yeah. It's like, I'll show you bug type are the best. I'm like, sure, kid. Also, um, oh, I lied, Morg. Uh-huh. It's not my second. It's not my second favorite Pokemon. It's my third. <gasps> but all three are bug types. Let me see. Uh, Volcarona... Uh, Beedrill. What's your first? Volcarona is not on that list. Really? I like it, but it's not on that list. Hmm. No. Number one is Sentiscorch. Ooh, that is a good one. Cause I, cause I had a Sentiscorch that was, that, that had a fire, grass, water, and dark move. <laughs> wow. That's good coverage. Because Center Scorch, Center Scorch learns Vine Whip and Scald. So I had a water move. So I was like, oh, you're going to come at me with this rock Pokemon because you think I'm a fire bug and that's going to be four times? Well, take my faster Center Scorch with a Scald. Take it. Oh, my God. That is a fantastic one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I, um, I I liked a lot of them. Like Scizor is good. Heracross is great. I, second favorite is is Cleaver. Oh Have yeah, Cleaver, Cleaver. Yeah, Axe Hands. So the new wow. the new evolution of Scyther instead of stupid Scissor. I hate Scissor. <laughs> I like Scizor. He looks like great. a freaking mech. He looks like a like some weird Japanese mech, and I can't stand it. Like. I think Why? that's kind of. I think that's kind of what they were going for. But I mean, like, I just picture him as like the red speedy boxer, you know, just comes in, but with claws. So if like Rocky had like, sure. you know, like had like bear traps on his mitts, <laughs> like that's what I picture. You. Know? I just imagine this coming, this scissor coming in with this like Sylvester Stallone, like, yeah, hey, Ash, hey, Ash, you wanna go fight? fight? You want to go fight some? Where'd you come up with the name Italian Stallion? stuck came out top of my head. It's Italian Stallion. I was like, that's a pretty good name. I'll take it. As you guys know, I love Rocky. Rocky's. I've watched so many of them. And there's a Creed 3 coming. I'm gonna watch it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So, uh, so more ROM hacks for Pokemon. All right. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> That's fine. That's that is mobile. You do it on your phone. So, Sasha, what's your uh, what's your third one? Uh, I mean it's Gems of War, but I like. Okay. I don't really want to talk War. about. Gems of War, but it's like oh, if I start talking about it's a it, match three. I'm gonna want to play it. And I've been clean. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, 
I have played it. Uh, it is another gotcha match match three game. Uh, you you build units and the units have different bonuses and you match gems based on those bonuses. They have special attacks if you line up certain ones. And yeah, they've added on it's a solid. lot to the game. Uh, I think the last that I had played, you had like there's pet cards and pet battle, and there's um, mm. the soul forge for you to make your own um, of like any kind of material you need so that it's less. Yeah, it's like the illusion that there's less grinding, but really it's just grinding different things to get specific sure. outcomes instead of random. Um, it's really heavy on the guild element, though. Um, to like really truly play right. the game without paying to play, you have to do the guild stuff. And people are really serious about it. And I just... Yeah. No. You can't be. No. Yeah. It's a free game. <laughs> I'm not going to be that serious about it. No. Yeah. I yeah. I had just gotten into a guild and then I started to feel like mm, this isn't for me. So like they got pretty mad cuz I dropped out pretty quick of off of playing. So I got kicked out of the guild and I was like, yeah, I don't care. I <laughs> when I finally stopped playing, it was because it was it was like the pressure to get on every single day and make sure that you did like your guild wars or the towers or whatever the weekly event was. And, mm -hmm. and I was so deep in the game that I was always like the, the Paragon defense for guild wars. So then you got to make sure that you have all your stuff set up. And it's this giant puzzle because you got more points if you didn't reuse any of your troops and, like, so you had to have, I think, like, 16 teams or something like that of individual troops fully, like, decked out. And then you had certain bonuses if you paired certain troops together, but then, like, you didn't want to reuse certain troops. Yes. And, ah, it's just yeah, so much. I had a, oh, my God. I had a, I had a I managed to, a, like, I had one team that I used. I didn't even, like, I didn't get that far. Like, I used the Urson team. There was, a, like, a, a bunch of bear people that was some sort of, like, event or, or whatever faction. And I used the bear people, and it was really cool because I got, like, super rage mode if one of them died, and then I got stronger if one of the units died. Like, it was I fun. have, like, almost all of the troops, like, at mythic level. I, I have, like... You know, like the the four horsemen of the apocalypse, fully at mythic level. I had Xanthanos that took me months to make that card. Oh um, wow, hmm. that's commitment! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you don't have anything else to play, sometimes that's where you're at. You just play a mobile game. Like I get that. Like it. Part of the reason why I have liked Necromerger right now is I don't have to engage with it. The worst thing that happens is that I miss out on a daily chest or a daily monster or something that I got for free and that 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 I am not optimizing my time using my resources. That's it. That's all I miss out on. I don't miss out. I mean, I don't you could miss out on events or whatever, but like the events just get you extra stuff. It's not like it's required for progression. 
Like I've already hit max progression once and recycled once. Like I don't really need to, and I wasn't playing super hardcore. Now I did buy a couple packs, but those are always event packs that were in those areas. Not, not like main game progression aside from the, the ad buy boosted me up some main game progression because of better bonuses. Like that's why I like Necromerger so much because I don't feel guilty not playing it. Like, I am okay sitting there doing a jigsaw puzzle like I have been for the past two weeks instead of playing a mobile game when I could be. And yep. that's where I agree that Gem Wars fails. Is is it's fun, but that pressure is a very big minus. Yeah. Like. Too much commitment. Way too much commitment. That That's where... And that's where I kind of realize that I need to back off of a game is if I do start to feel that pressure, like I need to play every day, yada, yada. I won't say I have felt about this with most Monster Hunter titles, but Monster Hunter World specifically in that day, I did feel a pressure to get everything done in a certain time, even though there wasn't. That was all a self-proposed pressure. I know that. Yeah. like. I was like, oh, I got to get my daily bonus for logging in, which wasn't even worth anything. No, yeah, like they give you that's like what, what gems was it? gives you too. What was it? Armor yeah. stones, I think it was in some cases, and like maybe yeah. a golden ticket. Like, and I had like so many of those, anyways. Like it didn't even matter. Like I and yeah, so I, that's why I put down world the first time is because I was just starting to feel that pressure and I was like, no, I'm done. I've crown hunted. I don't need to be here anymore. Bye bye. Like, um, so yeah, and then and I agree, Gems of War is fun, but that pressure is not the fun part about it. It's now I I had booted it up a couple months ago and it's there's so many different things to do in that game that. I couldn't even imagine trying to keep up the guild requirements oh, yeah. and then also be able to play the rest of the game. Like there's the underworld. And when I was in the thick of all the guild play, I didn't even touch the underworld. And there's like, I think like 30 kingdoms in the underworld with full storylines and delves. And, oh, you yeah, like, I mean the, the storylines that I just tap through because I like, I just want to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you unlock, you know, like specific troops from each one of those areas and Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how you grind for those troops is playing those. And yeah. which one are you gonna make your your hometown to generate money from? And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I hadn't even touched any of that because it was just like Oh well, we gotta do time. the towers and I'd get like three hundred towers done in a week. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I. I can't. I, like I said, I talked about this last week. My backlog is getting immense, and I cannot keep up because Pokemon is going to destroy it. <laughs> like I am going to be playing Pokemon and damn everything else. Apparently. Yep, I feel that too. Because. I actually just started getting – I got my PS4 back up and running, and I actually started playing Sinking City because I wanted to play a Chthonic-themed mystery game, and it kind of just, you know, it, it, it hits the spot. You know, it wets the whistle for me. So there's that. Yeah. 
my D and like the DS emulator, like the ROMs that hacks that I'm playing. And I also wanted to get back into Freelancer because I actually have a run where I'm not picking like, you know, like heavy duty battleships and stuff like that in order to fight and get through the campaign. I'm playing um, a trucker themed game where I'm going around in a big freighter and, I, and like the only way for me to be able to make any money and to progress through the story and like get farther is by taking cargo from one place to another, and then making money and profit off of me just going from place to place. Are you playing Basically truck driver? Playing, I'm playing. I'm playing a combat game as a truck driver. Yes, I am playing Truck Driver Simulator in space. It is so fun. Oh my <laughs> god! It, I've never played the game like that before. Hey, usually I'm bounty don't... hunter or something like that, but no, I'm playing trucker today. Truck rally. I cannot. Yeah. I cannot deny the what i would call a time waster game yeah. <laughs> like i mean how much did i talk about power wash simulator this year like <laughs> it's it's like, a rewarding and satisfying experience it, you know you get the right. clean stuff but not really cleaning you know it's not like yeah, backbreaking no. labor elbow grease no you just get to spray stuff and watch it go from dirty to clean in an instant just immediate dopamine yeah. pure satisfaction no effort it's like Oh, yes. I have to. I have to get my switch to. I I picked up and Morg, you might like this game. I'm gonna I'm oh. gonna pick up my switch and tell you about it. Okay, Look, give me a second. All right. Oh, I was gonna ask anyone pick up Sonic Frontiers. I mean, I did, but I didn't. Not for me. Mm-hmm. It's a surprise Christmas uh, present for the girls. Well, no. I mean, like... They like Sonic. Yeah, I don't, I don't right. know if I'd pick it up. Monster Train First Class. Monster Train First Class. Oh, no. I'm going to have to see a trailer so, of this. This is... This is not this is not not what you're talking about. This is not a truck simulator. This is This is a roguelike. Oh! And what it is... What it is, is you are on a train. It's called Monster Train because you are the last surviving forces of hell. Heaven has eradicated the rest of hell. And you were on... What is that one where Chris Evans is eating babies? Oh, um... The movie? Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer. Yes. It's like a Snowpiercer situation. You were the last surviving units of hell on a train that is moving and you check, you choose different tracks to get different bonuses and you have different factions that have different units and whatnot. Okay. You're doing a run with different bosses and it's a card slash. It's one of those card games where you build a deck as you're going and you play different units and that kind of thing. But it's been rather fun because you can do stuff like there's like the nature ish demons that are, that are called the, I think they're called the awoken. And they're like treants and stuff. And I have this really fun. You always have this like champion unit and then supporting units. And the champion unit is just like a super tank that has spikes. Like you hit, you hit her, they take spike damage. Well, I found a unit that, that has like a super double attack. And when it kills something, it gives everything a buff. 
So I just like tank everything and then it, it kills everything on the enemy side and then the tank the tank gets buffed. Oh my and god. Then, so it's it's one of those like theory crafting card optimization games. I think you would like Morg. Yeah, I do uh, like those kinds of games. Oh. So yeah, Monster Train. It was like on sale on the Switch and I picked it up. And that's what I've been playing when the girls are watching YouTube and I'm just not doing anything so which i should be playing bayonetta 3 for the show but i have not done that hmm. and i don't know when i am <laughs> we will find i've just not out. been super driven Ooh. uh so so the so the last thing we were going to talk about is games that we would like to see in the mobile space or what we'd like to see about mobile games hmm. um for me, what I am looking for, because it is my favorite genre, is I would like to see a mobile Diablo-like game that isn't monetized <laughs> in the slightest. Diablo Immortal does not cut it. That's why I tried it, even though I knew it was going to be butts. Like, I liked it at first but then you hit that paywall and you're like no yeah. that is a paywall I am never breaching so to be honest I think I need like some of these off games that I play occasionally on PC like if there was a good version of Titan Quest on mobile I would like something like that where you can just do like a run through an area and get some loot and then like be done with it sort of deal like i would like a more action rpg style of a mobile game that is just that um now i guess this is interesting that we picked this topic this week because there is a monster hunter mobile game coming out at some point that is exactly the reason why i picked this as a topic for for yeah because we didn't we didn't mention that but there was some partnership with what is the the company what did they do What's the other uh, they they've did? done. Oh, uh, let me see. Uh, Pokemon Unite was one of the games that um, uh, oh, this company no. made. I don't remember what the what the name of the company is. But Unite Unite is so bad on their pay model. It's not it, exactly Unite the best is, MOBA. Mm-mm. No, it's a MOBA. Oh my gosh. A MOBA and a mobile. A mobile MOBA. Yeah, I mean, you can play Dota. I think you can play on the phone. I think there's even a League of Legends version on the phone. That's so weird. It's so weird. Oh. I mean, I played League of Legends for a bit. It's it's a complex and very tough game, but like I think you can do it on mobile. What do you think the odds are? that we're probably going to get like a monster hunter MOBA where you unlock all the different monsters and you literally are playing like a league of legends maps with the top, the middle and the bottom. And you've got your jungles and everything like that. And then you've got your center boss or whatever. And you're literally, you've got like somebody who's like running a Rathalos main, somebody who's doing the Zenoga run, another person who's doing like Bracadillos brawler, like up front trying to just disrupt people's chains and stuff like that. Oh my. And then you have to fight a big fatalist in the middle of the map. (laughs) 
I would one hundred percent unabashedly play that game, yeah. and yet I do not. I do not believe that that is going to be a thing at all. <laughs> it's going to be like one of those. I don't. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't have high hopes for a mobile game. It would be such a Pokemon Unite ripoff. Oh well, actually, you know, it, it would just be like just an absolute staple MOBA game is what it would be, and I don't know how I would respond to that. Seeing Monster Hunter in that light. I I have so many mixed feelings about it because it would just it just would not be the monster hunter I know, but I would do it. Don't get me wrong. I would I liked League of Legends. But <coughs> I would do it. I I'd do it. I'd play it. I I yeah yeah. Okay. So uh, so Morg, what is what is your what is your dream mobile game? Uh, my dream mobile game. Oh dearie me. Um. Oh dear. I think what I would like to be able to play would be. A really good quality city builder, and. I'm not talking like... Oh, okay. Yeah, something like... Like Skylines? Yeah, something kind of like Skylines, like something between Skylines and like SimCity, like the traditional, something in between there, where it's like not too complicated, but it is nuanced enough that if you wanted to be able to learn about like, you know, how to make your infrastructure better and how to be able to provide power for, you know, your ever-expanding city and stuff like that, like... That's the kind of game that I would like to play. And, like, being able to manage your populations or, like, you know, providing work and, you know, figuring out where you want to okay. play stores and, like, communities and whatever and, like, schools. So, you know. That being said, Morg, mm-hmm. I do have two PC titles that you might have might not have heard of Ooh. that are going to be kind of cool. So the first one, pretty generic one. Okay. But it, it's... um called urbeck city builder urbeck city Builder. i have i have put some time into this it is just a generic city builder um it does uh it doesn't require you to do utilities you're more managing industries okay uh so you manage food a lot so you're like i need my food so the population needs food the population needs this the population needs entertainment. So how many bars do I have? Mm-hmm. How many schools do I have? There's a lot of placement management. Yeah. So like to upgrade the food, like food silos need however many acres of farm near them, but also okay. they need a warehouse mm-hmm. and you got to manage pollution. So it's a lot different of like what you're placing versus managing resources. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. That makes you're, sense. You are managing resources, but you're not like, okay, the the people need this much electricity and water. You're more focusing on the industry side. Right. Like, okay. How much, how much trade goods are we producing? Because if as much trade goods, I need to unlock this to do this. How much steel are we producing? Like that, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So like, that's I've done one playthrough of that. I've kind of hit like a plateau on that playthrough where I'm like, I think I've plateaued. I think I can do nothing else with the city. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is an early access game that I'm going to wait till it comes out of early access, but it's, it was a good enough premise 
for me to pick it up anyways. Mm-hmm. Called Timberborn. Have you heard of Timberborn? Timberborn. It sounds an awful lot like uh, a certain game that I have um, been getting a lot of ads for on my mobile games. I can't remember what it was called, but it's it's kind of like a ripoff of uh, Golden Goblins. Um, but I'm I'm getting a distinct feeling that it is completely different from what I'm thinking it is. It has something to do with you... more than just lumber mills, doesn't it? Uh, kind of. Uh, it's a city builder. Uh, you know what? I'll just read the description from the game. How about this? Yeah, I'm, I've got all yours. Mankind turned Earth into a dry wasteland and perished. But some species adapted and evolved. Pick one of the beaver factions and see how long your colony can last. Oh my god. Yes. I get to be... <laughs> yes! Oh my god. This is right up my alley. Oh, please. Uh, control one of the two beaver factions. The nature-friendly folktales or the industrious iron teeth. Each faction has a unique style of buildings, gameplay traits that choose your play... Uh, play, play style. Wet and dry seasons. River control. You have to control the flow of your rivers. Uh, lumber punk is the name of the genre they're calling it. Lumber punk. Okay, now this is going to be a sensational game. I, I've got a lot of confidence Go in this. Just the simple Golems, fact that... Vertical architecture is one of the things. You have to worry about verticality on the city builder instead of just... Uh, Day and night cycles. Uh, you have to worry about the well-being of your workers. Uh, there is a map editor also involved. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I might be this sold is, on this one. And it's Timberborn. This is early access. Timberborn. The the mankind is dead, and you are now beavers rebuilding society. Oh my god. And yeah. So that is some city builders that you might want to look into. Now, granted, those are not mobile, but uh, I know that both Urbeck and Timberborn are on good old games, if you prefer that, but I think they're also on Steam. I think I'll probably give those an option. Um, I mean, honestly, aside from what I just described for a mobile game, uh, Victoria 3 on mobile would probably be, on mobile would probably be pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, Victoria okay. 3. That'd be perfect. Perfect for me. My brother and I have I'm tried good. our best to understand Victoria 2. Even the developers nope. have no idea what the hell is going on with Victoria 2. There are just there's <laughs> mechanics in that game. Free. There are mechanics in the game that the developers are looking at and are like, we we don't know how this works. It just does. And so so are all the players. They're like, we don't know how it works. We just know it works. So that's what we do. We just go with it. I got to. So I'm happy that uh, with so Victoria Sasha. 3, they fixed it. Okay. Uh, what's what's your uh, dream mobile game? So I was kind of inspired by Fallout Shelter to take this idea okay. of a AAA IP, but changing what your expectation is of the use of the IP. So what I would love to see... It's just like a fun little sidestep 
is like hidden object games in like some of your favorite games. So like Bioshock or Mass Effect or Fallout or something, but you got hidden object games and maybe there's small little puzzles that you're doing for mm. it. It's unrelated to the main storylines. Um, or like a text-based adventure, choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing that's set in your favorite kind of world. So kind of like what I like to do, just like word search, just like my jumbo word search puzzle book that, that, that I do just to kill time. So be on your phone, like hidden object stuff. Just look for stuff. Yeah, but it's like you're looking in, you know – the Arlington Vol- library Vol- of fallout three and you need to find like the bobblehead and a box of bobby pins and you know like a couple of yep. things that you would typically pick up in the game but i used to i used to love there was remember the i spy books yes like 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 those of course mm-hmm. but a themed one I, you know with better is Wal- where's waldo like where's waldo had all those funny scenes that you could just i would stare at those for hours yep um and then be like oh, what was i looking for oh yeah the dog where's the dog <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah some kind of thinking something so, like that okay okay i love it i love that idea okay huh oh my god you guys you guys just sparked a memory i remembered that i actually had like cd-rom games for I Spy, but it was it was themed around specific things. Like there was I Spy, um, what was it? Pirates Cove, where you'd like uh, try and like uh, go around to all the different uh, like locales around like this like this pirate themed, um, uh, I guess a uh, world that you're on. Like I guess you're like kind of mm-hmm. like you're basically like on East Coast docks or whatever, in like this small village or whatever, and then there would be small I spy puzzles that were themed around like um, around the locale that you're in. And then there would also be, I think it was uh, I spy haunted mansion or whatever, where you're I going through I a haunted mansion. I think I did the haunted mansion. That one's a fun one. That mm. one's a really fun one to do. Especially when you have to go mm. back to your old puzzles that you solved and then collect like specific trinkets from those um previous puzzles that you do and then you have to bring them back in order to be able to complete like your end puzzle or whatever it is oh those are fun so much fun they did that in waldo books too like you'd get done and be like look for these on this page and then i got done with the book and i said now go back and find these film canisters i'm like darn you waldo <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so search and find uh, a better Diablo Immortal and uh, City Builders. Okay. I feel like my answer was an easy one for me, but I I really I like the idea of a City Builder too. Like that that would be cool because I I I played Urbeck for a couple weeks and then. I eventually go back and play cities all the time, but that's also because I watched that. I've talked about him, the YouTuber city planner plays like I, I, he just inspired me to play city skylines again sometimes. 
But he does it a fun way that I can't because I'm not a city builder and I don't understand how those systems work. <laughs> I'm but boy, I can get those water systems down pretty well. <laughs> I'm going to actually have to take a look at like some of his, uh, uh, his runs. Let me see. Oh, they're long. They are long series, multiple, multiple videos. Oh, I can't wait to check it out. It's going to be great. So, uh, anything else for mobile games tonight? I think so. Um, not for me. Not really. I mean... Okay. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I felt like we'd had more to say on mobile games than I thought we would. Um, I, to, I agree. To be fair. I mean, unless, like, unless I'm willing to try out uh, Golden Goblins, which may be good. I don't know. I haven't tried it out yet. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a test and see how good it is. I've I've already played My, Ebony uh, King's Return. Ugh, <laughs> that game is yeah. awful. It's so bad. I, say I played last year. I I paid for like a text adventure game that was literally just you read a bunch of text and make decisions and that kind of stuff. And that was fun. I don't remember what it's called, but I miss Wordscapes. I, I, I honestly miss Wordscape so much. That that was a true blue good game. Oh, it was basically a, it was basically a crossword that used anagrams. Oh, it was phenomenal. Find as many words as you can using these letters, and then fill in the blocks. Oh, maybe a library? No. I'm trying to see if I can find, like, oh, like, you can always find, like, past games that you've had mm-hmm. on your Google Play thing. And I'm maybe if I find, but I don't, I, I use this stuff so little that I don't even know where I would begin to search. Hmm. Ah, games. Uh, nope. My Scrabble word checker is uh, apparently a game. Oh. Huh. I had no idea. I, I definitely have that. Oh, my goodness. I found it. Oh, no. No. What did you find? Uh, all of the games that I have uninstalled, which Whoa. includes. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Baby Panda Care, Baby Panda Earthquake Care, Baby Panda Earthquake Savior, Baby Panda Home Safety, Baby Panda World, Baby Panda Colorful uh, Carnival, Baby Panda's Coloring Mix, Baby Panda's Dinosaur World, Baby Panda's Fashion Dress. This is all from Emery. Yeah. Where she just installs a bunch of Baby Panda games. Ripley's really uh, on the Baby Panda on her Kindle. My goodness. Kids always take things way too far. Yeah, I was getting tired of managing the storage on her Kindle, so I just bought a gigantic SD card to put in there so that she could just keep downloading her stupid games. Yeah, there are 
so many <laughs> like kid games on here. Holy cow. Deck Heroes. That's one I played for a while. It's another gotcha game. Oh, I am trying to find it. Where is it? Nothing is ringing a bell, though. Man, there's also a lot of games on here that I remember playing that I just installed for like a day. And it's like, nope, I'm out. There it is. Hellfire the Summoning. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's gone. Oh, no. I remember when Fruit Ninja used to be on my phone. Not really much happened Have there. I told you... Have I told you about my boss that would play Fruit Ninja during meetings? Oh my god, that's I hilarious. Hate, I, I hated it so much. You just hear he the... No, because there was a couple times where I know he was playing Fruit Ninja, and then he would just grill me about something like... What do we? Where are we on this? I was like, we just talked about that for the past five minutes, dude. Like, I don't. If you weren't playing Flirt Ninja, you would have known. Like, <laughs> I, what am I gonna? <laughs> what else can I say? Like, uh, what on earth? I have no idea. I'm looking through this whole list, and I'm just like, I don't know. Of course, you know. I'm having to filter through all these baby panda stuff too. Hmm. Quick question: Do you guys yeah. in the United States have rockets? We have Smarties, but they're the same thing. Really? Wait, are you oh. sure? Because these are like they're like they're like little pucks of like yes, yeah, sugar yeah, candy. They, they come in the exact same package with the exact same logo but it says smarties instead of rockets really because up here we have smarties but they're literally just like candy coated chocolates they're kind of like m&ms oh but they're i know like, i've had they're those like bigger too. but flatter yeah you guys's candy is a lot better we do like our candy the mm. arrow the arrow bars oh my gosh oh I wish we had those here. Mm. I tell you what, I I like uh, Neckos, and no one else likes. Ugh, what are you Neckos. 90? See, see, ne I've never heard yeah, of that I before. Like, what they is sell a them? Neko? They like, sell them at the same store where you get um, Mary Jane's and the little strawberry wrapped candies that have no brand. You know, Werther's oh, oh. Originals. You know, just all like the old people candy. Oh, I love Werther's Originals. Those are great. Mm. I mean, sure, people like those, but what the Although hell? Although their chewy toffees, like their soft toffee is really, really good. Oh, my God. They do such a great job with their caramel. Oh. I have a, I have a barcode scanner on here. That was for work. Apparently, that's labeled as a game. I don't know. I, nothing in here really rung a bell on what it was. I know it was a text adventure game, and I was a ranger, and I played the whole story. And I have no idea what it was called. It's just hard to find it through all the Daddy's Mess Day Adventure, Daddy's Little Helper, whatever stupid 
games that she had. Baby Panda oh, Quest! The Yay! I need to uh. get the next Baby Panda game, Dad! Can you give me your credit card? No, they're free. No. Baby oh, Panda's thank God. free. They're thank Baby God. All free. Yes, thank God. Because there's like a hundred of them. There's my three different flashlight apps I've had over the years. Flashlight apps? Yeah. Yeah. I had to get an, you know, you turn on your flashlight on your phone. You need an app for that? Yeah, I do. Oh my God. You poor soul. There's the Hatchimals game. Man, I, I don't know. I thought it was like hero something, but it's just not here. No idea. I give up. It could so, be Hero Quest. Some text adventure game. Hmm. It's not. I looked. It's not that. So uh, next week, for sure, I think we're going to be doing the quiz. And I think, I think based on because the the week after that's Thanksgiving, so that's all up in the air. But then the week after that's the next quiz, and I don't want to do two quizzes back to back. So. Alrighty then. So we'll, we're going to be doing uh, the quiz. Do you guys need a reminder on the years, or are you good? I got the years. I think I got it on here from the notes. Let me see. Uh, 1989, 1996, 2001, 2009, and 2015. I believe that is the correct years. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and I have them all laid out so I can really quickly tell the years on what we so i can actually like when i'm deciding on the next year just like oh yeah we just did that year we're not doing that year like i've done a couple times on accident okay perfect yep so i am excited about this this one coming up uh it's not i mean i did put a lot of time into it but like i was a lot more lax because the you know various delays we've had but uh there's some interesting games on there so, oh, I cannot wait to lose. We'll it's going to be very exciting. Ah, uh, you might have your day in the sun one time. I mean, Ace has managed to get two wins, right? I think so. It's true. It's true. Um, Chauncey said he's never coming back. He just doesn't feel it's fair. We don't. We don't want to play with Chauncey anyway. So. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I swear. Well, he's just he... like yeah. If he does come back, he's going to have to do that signature Dwayne The Rock Johnson line. The Rock has come back to San Diego. Like, he's got to pull out the full, like, wrestling. The champion is back and ready to roll the competition. I don't think you uh, know him well enough. He would not do that. He Not yeah, even a Randy Macho Man Savage? There would be something wrong with Chauncey if he was doing that. Yeah, because he's so <laughs> low energy. Chauncey, um, he would. Yeah, I I don't know what to say. You you need to up your caffeine and sugar intake. You know, and come in here. You know, I, snap into a slim gym. Just be like uh, freaking Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh yeah! The only time he gets animated is when he boasts about his card pools. His card pools. Um. Card, yeah, pulls from buying magic cards. Or... Oh. So this past Friday, 
both a new Pokemon set and a Flesh and Blood set came out the same day. I bought two boxes of each. He bought one box of each. In the Flesh and Blood set, he pulled a $450 card. Um, in the Pokemon stuff, he, they're about 110 a box. He pulled about $160 worth of cards. Wow. Um, I did not on either out of double the amount of cards. Now I did okay. And I actually got, uh, they have these things called, marvels in the flesh and blood stuff that are like super rare printings of cards that come out now that are that are specifically more pricey and fancy looking i got one but it's literally the one i would not sell it's the one i would use so i was like darn it <laughs> i'm not making my money back on this one but we'll see what a shame so, yeah. yeah he was gloating about this week and i was just like fuck you Shut up. You're not allowed to talk about cards. And then he he was like, man, should I even sell it? I'm like, yes, you should 100% sell it. The the card he pulled. And he was like, well, I like the shiny. I want to keep it. And I was like, no, dude. You have no reason to keep it. A, you don't play enough to keep it. B, it's not even a viable playable card. It is literally just for people to collect. Like, oh. there is nothing about this card that is going to be worth anything in the matter of weeks. You got to sell now. <laughs> or give it 20 years when it's finally out of print and nobody has any idea how to get their hands on one because it would be a limited edition card. Kind of like, I don't know, Black Lotus. Okay, but Flesh and Blood is not in the same place as Magic. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, be... never mind. Yeah, sell that Flesh and Blood card. That is that is not a guarantee with Flesh and Blood. Magic, sure, you could do that. Yeah. That, that's feasible. That's a long-term investment. Flesh and Blood, that's a gamble. That's a big gamble. Yeah, forget Flesh and Blood. You know what? Yeah, you should sell the Flesh and Blood card. 100%. Yeah. If it were an MTG card, have... keep it. He, he will have made money on it. There is no doubt. I, the, the card is only going to go down, uh, in my opinion. So, yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Uh, next week, we'll be back with the quiz. I know we said that three weeks ago now, but we'll be uh, we'll be doing it for sure. I mean, we had things come up. It's fine. Um, so, we will... Uh, be doing that and then um after that is the maybe thanksgiving episode we'll probably figure out something to do talk about our favorite thanksgiving games which there are none so (laughs) it's bound to be one it's like the most it's like the most celebrated and forgotten holiday ever in my opinion and it's my favorite holiday but like i know of exactly one thanksgiving movie son-in-law no, I, I was talking about the, I can't even remember the name of it right now, but it's like a turkey who's a Thanksgiving turkey Thanks killing. goes back in time. Thanks Killing is a Thanksgiving movie, and it's excellent horror trash. <laughs> I love trash. Uh, 
Well, you should watch it. It is amazing, hilarious trash. I'm good. Not as good as Tucker and Dale, I, I would assume, but no, it's it's a terrible movie. It's like an hour long, but it's it's hilarious. I might actually Freebird. have to go out of my way to watch Kung Fury. Apparently, it's a. Uh, well, it's been a while since I've actually seen it, but yeah, I do remember some scenes where the guy's like, what year is it? What year have I been hacked into? And then the guy's like, you've been hacked into the Viking era. And the other guy, well, that explains the the laser raptors or whatever. And then like, yeah, Triceracop, which is literally just a police cop with a Triceratops I, head. Yes, I unironically love that movie, even though it's 20 minutes long. Kung Fury. It's on YouTube. Watch it. It's worth <laughs> that the is time. An official endorsement. <laughs> no, Free Freebirds is the movie I was thinking of, where the turkey goes back in time to save turkeys from Thanksgiving. It's a it's a kids movie, but I like to watch it. Secret Agent Turkeys. Oh my god. So it's just hilarious uh so anyways uh we will catch you guys next week and uh uh yeah that's it (laughs) later bye take care